0: I am Rachel Frostingham, and um, I play Rachel in House of Cards, and uh, the world's an ugly place, guys.
1: <laughs> and you are listening to Below the Belt.
2: The Below the Belt show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore.
3: Pips up. Goes down.
4: here <laughs>
1: don't say that never say that Goonies never say die
3: wax on black off. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's right, guys. It's time for another episode of B T B. i I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host. With the most, here for your weekly pleasure, guys, we have an incredible show from top to bottom. And let's go and welcome this multi-talented panel to B-T-B, starting with. That's right, guys. She's a great mom. She's a voice actress extraordinaire, the adorable one, Allie Dash. I'm glad to be back. Good to have you back, mm-hmm. Allie Dash. And let's go ahead and introduce, also on the panel, affectionately known as Yogarace. also every Daenerys Targaryen um, moniker you could think of, um, also known as Miss LST, Miss Light Skin Talent. <laughs> It's never gonna <laughs> die, is it? Also the host of Hollywood Smash. Guys, it's Morgan Fab. Morgan Fabulous. So good to be here.
3: It's great always, to have you, Morgan.
1: Always, always great to be
4: here. Absolutely. This is the most fun you can have at home, other That's than true. well, the second second most thing you can have at <laughs> BTB. We know what the first thing is. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, let's let's welcome to Below the Pelt Show. He is a Sith Lord from the dark side. He is actor Oh, yeah, well, Sith Lord. <laughs> 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 actor extraordinaire, Darth Paul Wallace. Gotcha. Good to have you, Darth. Thanks. So we'll start with you, Darth Paul, uh, because um, for for... I mean, your connection is amazing. Your video is is uninterrupted. Your audio is uninterrupted. You're oh, coming on full speed, um, and this is like the perfect time to have you on because you actually are in a hotel and it's the year 2022. So you are using Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, what you what you doing in the hotel?
5: Um, I'm filming a TV show up in Pittsburgh. So I mean, I really can't nice. say what it is yet. But I mean, you can't say what it is. Okay. I don't think okay. I can say what it is yet, but. Nice. It's gonna be the first awesome. episode of something that's starting its second season.
6: Can you
4: mention the network?
6: Congratulations. What
4: yeah, streaming awesome.
5: platform? Uh, network. I mean, is the Paramount Network?
4: Okay. I mean, mm. Very nice. Maybe uh, maybe that's probably the most you can say. But uh, when you're able to talk about it, gotcha. I'd love to have you talk about it. Um, uh, Paul's a consummate man on set, about town. Um, so you can't tell us who you're working with. I know you're you got some no. ma- major big celebrities that are rubbing, rubbing elbows with, but, uh, I guess we're just going to know
5: wait. If I'm gonna be working with them or not, but I mean, I'm going to be working on a scene, so
4: you're working they might,
5: on it a... and they might not be there.
4: Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. on. Well, what else, uh, big Paul, can you talk about that you've been working on? Cause I know you got all kinds of coals in the fire.
5: Uh, let's see. I've been work building a 1964 at F350. I mean, so I had to take that thing down to scratch and just start over. Um, uh, I've been building my shop up. I mean, I've been filming a couple of other minor things. Um, tonight, I met with some former uh, cast members of The Outsiders. That's why nice. I
3: Wow. I
5: oh, very cool. Every episode.
4: Awesome. Well, as a Sith Lord uh, uh, should do. Um Let's go ahead and find out what Morgan Fab has been up to, because Morgan, you um you've been quite the uh, jet setter lately.
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, I was in Costa Rica for a friend's birthday. Nice. Um, I was at the beach for a little bit with some family. Awesome. Uh, what else am I? I mean, uh, we're taking a break from Hollywood Smash for the summer um and then i'm I'm just kind of you know doing some reels and some tiktoks on my own yes awesome i don't know you know whatever's out there i'm here
4: i mean Um, you got some of the greatest uh dance videos on your social media for morgan yes
1: um i haven't done a whole lot with uh the girl deepa that i used to dance with i know she's been really busy with some of her stuff, but I think I'm gonna try to do a few things on my own here and there.
4: All right. We'll see. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And Allie Dash, we got something cool to talk about, right?
6: I know. I'm we're excited. Gonna
4: be, we're gonna be working on the 48 hour film project Baltimore. Oh, that's cool. And Saturday. this is the, that's right, this weekend the same team mm-hmm. I work with for the DC forty-eight hour film project. That's Barcada. Oh, you are and you were
6: fantastic uh, in that by the way.
4: Thank you so much. Yes. Um You're welcome. and we're we're going to be able to share this um video I think um very 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 soon. In fact, we might be able to share it now. We just had some uh sag paperwork to deal with, you know, to be able okay. to share. Um yeah. so um when I'm able to, I will uh throw out the link and where to find uh this great short film 7 minutes long um where I play okay. Um, A little bit of a a fraud relative of sorts, you know, caught in a mistaken identity, um, a theme that was the genre of the film. So uh, the 48-hour film project, Ali, is a very, very cool uh, type of project to, to get involved with. You have to have a very talented team because you're getting everything within the weekend, basically. You get the genre of the film you have to write about. You're getting the character name that you have to include. You're getting the prop and the line of dialogue all the night before. And you have to write that script Friday night, a seven. That's exciting. Now now people think, oh, seven to eight minutes. You know, it's, that's a lot of work to write. And you you still have to write that script. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Right. The writing bit. (laughs) Right. And include all the, the cast that that's, you know, that. Mm Agrees to be in the, the film project, decide on, you know, wardrobe and, and um you know, where you're going to shoot everything. I mean, surely you can plan some things, but a lot of things are out of your I control.
6: overthink everything. Yeah. I would be a hot mess with that.
4: <laughs> and then Saturday is the shoot day where all the actors shoot the, the film. It started in the early morning and go all evening, but you have to give time for post-production editing including, you know, um, that video editing, you know, obviously if you're a very good editor, you can get something done rather quickly, but you know, if you have effects or, you know, things a little more, uh, advanced, editing could take a little longer. Um, and you got to submit it by Sunday night. So it's a very, uh, now people are thinking, you know, Oh, 24 hours. Why? Well, because it's, it displays your talent. Uh, yeah. and if you are selected, if you're winning film, If you're the winning film of your city, you get to compete in the national competition. That's all 48 hour film project. And the winner of that national competition screens their film at the Cannes Film Festival. So there's a lot riding if you make a great film. um, And I'm very confident with the team, Barkhada DMV, because uh, we got the audience award. Um, We got the acting ensemble um, honorable mention. And we got the best use of dialogue, so those were the awards that we won. Yeah, so uh, you know
5: what? I think we could beat California. I mean, Baltimore is
4: a thousand times better than California, as far as the filmmakers and the actors. <laughs> the talent and just—I mean, they have a lot more. They have a—that's a huge, uh, you know, I mean,
5: I know, I know, but the thing is, all, all that's transplanted talent. They're not actually talent from California. So, like, okay. if there's somebody in California making films, chances are it's just. They're the same as us.
4: Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, the a lot of lot of people that actually live in California have come back to their hometowns to participate
3: yeah.
4: in the film projects as well. So, uh, but yeah, um, tonight um, no a special call-in guests, but we have an amazing um, show as far as interviews. Myself uh, and Morgan Fab got to interview. Oh wow, um, an actress and a director of this great Polish film called Girls to Buy. A very racy, sexy film Mm -hmm. um, about um, a young small town girl that gets uh, recruited into a prostitution um, ring uh, and uh, has to recruit other girls uh, into this ring. And it's kind of based on true events. uh, And the book uh, Girls from Dubai is a Polish book about the. the sex trafficking and the prostitution between poland and and dubai so it's a very very powerful film um it's got a lots of ups and downs there's there's you know it's it's a fun watch too i mean um, yeah. you know um, there's a lot of partying and dancing and, and the beginning uh, is
1: great and then right. oh wait it takes you to a very like
4: dark it. place yeah. yeah um lots of uh they call the, uh the winter special, so to speak.
5: Well, the <laughs> thing is, if you want to see them get there, come up and uh, just watch
4: Taken. I mean, that's basically oh, what right. that's about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this film is fantastic. And Morgan, did you enjoy the film? Yeah, I
1: really liked it. But I mean, uh, the end was sad. I was like tearing up with her and her mother. Like
4: You were actually tearing up.
1: And my boyfriend's like, are you crying? I was like, it's sad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's not spoil it for the audience. No, but, uh, I
1: mean, there's just, you know, it, it's like when we when we got off, the, when I got off the phone with you from doing the interview, you know, it definitely is the typical story. Like everything's good. It's fun. Lots of money. And then it's love and romance and it's downhill. And there's, you know,
4: Well, you always know when you're dealing with illegal activity, um, right. you know, it never ends yeah. up well. Yeah, um, yeah. And we talked to Paulina Galaska, who plays Emmy the lead actress and we talked to director Maria Sadalska. So uh that's going to be uh at the midway point of the program. Closing out uh, tonight's show, uh we have more awesome Con 2022 interviews. This is spotlighted on the one and only Allie Dash with her exclusive interviews with a uh, writer from many novels and comic books, graphic novels, Cammy Garcia. Uh, in particular, Joker, Harley, criminal insanity, and uh, Allie, you're um you're a fan of uh, Cami Garcia, so um, you've actually uh, you've read some of her work, haven't you?
6: Yes, uh, she's got like she writes like everything. She's got young adult fiction, young adult graphic novels, mm-hmm. um, adult comic books. Um, she also is the uh her she co-founded the y'all fest which is a convention for um young adult fiction which i've always wanted to go to and i've to find out that she is the co-founder of it which was really cool
4: and that's not it we had a huge huge interview after that
3: melissa Joan hart
4: right (laughs) actress from sabrina the teenage witch uh that was a fantastic interview um and, Did you uh, ask her about wrestling at all, Al? Because you know she's a big wrestling fan. You know what? We, you know, I didn't think about that. I didn't maybe know that. Maybe next time, if we yeah. get another opportunity, uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to ask her about wrestling. But that's that's great. Uh, that's. Good I was so
6: ne- sad about um, that. Clarissa explains it all. Isn't because it's actually on her IMDb. Right. Um, and you'll you hear in the interview. Um, that's right.
4: We'll save it for the interview. She yeah. also compares. <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The Game of Thrones. If you're wondering why, <laughs> just listen to her answer uh, during the interview. So that's closing out tonight's show. All right, guys. Well, let's uh, talk about what we do here on BTB, and let's talk about stuff going on in the world of entertainment. So here we go.
2: It is time for the Hollywood Report.
0: That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain.
4: Yeah, that's right, Benjamin Joel, the Hollywood News. All right, the box office guys, no surprise for Love and Thunder. Yes, first place. 143 million in its debut. Yeah. Um, and uh, directed by Taika Waititi, open to over 4,000 theaters. Um, and um, the the opening number's not up there with Doctor Strange. However, still a very, very impressive for the opening weekend. Um, Chris Hemsworth did an amazing job. Natalie Porton returns um, as uh, the mighty Thor, and it's explained in the film how she gets her powers. Uh, Christian Bale portrayed an amazing villain in Gore the God Butcher. Um, My favorite, Tessa Thompson. I mean, she was fantastic as Valkyrie. Um, it was just incredible, incredible, incredible film. Um, but really quick before we get into Thor, um, the rest of the top five, um, goes as follows minions, the rise of grew with 45.6 million in second place, third place, top gun Maverick, uh, 15.5 million over the weekend already really? 1.1 billion. Wow. Globally, I mean, what did the first one do? Is that did that beat the first one? I think by a mile. And this is actually Tom Cruise's biggest box office to date is Top Gun Maverick. So
5: Mission Impossible, that's crazy.
4: Bigger than Mission Impossible. This is the 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 all time biggest one. Um, number th- uh, in fourth place, uh, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, and in fifth place, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, so. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about Thor Love and Thunder. Has anyone in the room seen the film?
6: I have not seen uh, it. Is there going to be any spoilers? Well, you know... I, <laughs> <laughs> Should I, like, take my
4: headphones off well, for this part? Well, <laughs> you know, we, we, we kind of like to... I didn't think either, but, I
5: mean, I, I don't know. Is it too woke? I've heard so <laughs> many bad reviews of that being so... No,
4: I you know, I, I don't think it really was... really
5: gay, and it's like, I just don't know if I want to Well,
4: speak. I personally didn't think it, it was... Um, A woke film, uh, unlike uh, other films. I am a big fan of Taika Waititi's films, but I mean, as I said, it's like real
5: woke and gay. I don't know if I
4: want to. Well, see the thing: Taika Waititi's um, signature humor was present in this film, and that's the thing. Um, The the Taika's uh, take on Thor is much better than the first two Thor films, (laughs) Um, and um, you know, um, well, let's talk a little bit about it because uh, we all know Natalie Portman returns. You know, Jane Foster is his love. Um, dying of cancer, but apparently uh, Mjolnir has a uh, gravitates toward her, towards her because um, Thor's wish was for milnir to protect Jane at all times. That actually resulted in the Mjolnir, um which uh, at one point was rubble, complete rubble from Avengers yeah. Endgame, um, and it was in a museum case and um natalie portman's uh jane just brought it back to life and uh she was able to not only obtain mjolnir but uh obtain powers very similar to thor um and uh it was a heck of a ride man the film went all over the place um it's uh the signature humor was there um and uh i let, let's talk about real quick uh uh Christian Bale because he's such a phenomenal actor and this uh this Gore the that. God Butcher might be one of the most frightening Marvel villains that I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh um overall the cast is fantastic, but uh I got some non-spoilery bits here. Um so Natalie Portman is vegan and I think we mentioned on the show a couple I weeks ago. Yeah. So she had to like put on muscle, and that's very difficult for a vegan yeah. to do. But she was able to do it, because if you saw the film, wow, she was ripped. Yeah. But uh, another thing to note is that uh, Chris Hemsworth, he is ripped, shredded, huge, jacked, right? He has to eat meat, and in fact, he eats meat every half an hour, supposedly. That's what Gosh. he's doing on set. And because wow. they had a kissing scene... Oh. He oh, wanted no. to, he wanted to respect <laughs> Natalie's wishes, and he didn't meet, eat meat the entire day until their kissing scene. Um, Did he feel weak? Thank <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God. I mean, like, one day without without meat, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Natalie Portman said he's really nice. A day that they had the scene, um, you know, um, he, he you know he respected you know her veganism by not eating meat because he eats it every half an hour and he was very thoughtful blah, blah, blah. um so uh you know that was pretty interesting um uh to note um my stomach
6: hurts just thinking about eating meat every half hour <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my stomach would be a you mess you see
4: how jacked uh, thor is i don't
5: know if you know his stomach actually got a hole in it from eating too much meat well oh. i think it was all cooked
4: the, there you go. See, that's not good. Oh, you but, never like,
6: eat partially raw meat because don't you might eat a
4: medium rare burger, Allie yes. Dash, right? Because you might
6: end up in the hospital for two weeks, like me.
4: Yeah, like you oh
6: <laughs> I remember that.
3: yes Allie. Don't. Yeah. Oh.
4: Do um. So this is interesting. Um. There is actually, um, and I don't know why they they deleted this from the film or didn't make it like the end credits, but Jeff Goldblum. Lena Headey, who is, as you know, um Cersei in Game of Thrones, and Peter Dinklage, who yeah. is Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones, all had scenes in Thor Love and Thunder that were cut. Really? Um, yes. Um they they didn't reveal anything about the scenes that they appeared in. Um, but they uh decided I mean,
5: Dinklage and uh what what that had we played? Did she play something before? But Dinklage and uh what the...
4: Yeah, and, um, yeah.
6: Dinklage was and in. Both
5: had so.
4: Yeah, Dinklage was in the the Fox uh, Mutant uh, universe. Um, no, no, he also you know he also,
6: yep, he did Thor's hammer. He was um, the last um
5: Yeah, remember he bought the hammer and all. Goldblum was uh,
4: the master. Mm-hmm. And we all know that yeah, that uh, Goldblum was the master. That the only one we're not sure about is Lena Headey. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think she's done anything in the Marvel MCU. Um prior
6: I'm not
4: sure. but basically what uh Taika said that the scenes aren't good enough that's simply mm. what it is they're not good enough for the movie mm. um and it was a big controversy because apparently her lena Hetty's agent in england um said that that she owes the agent five hundred thousand yeah. uh, dollars which is about seven percent of her fee mm-hmm. um but the thing was is that she wasn't in the film so she I mean, she'll get residuals, but I don't think she. I think it's a different. No,
5: uh, Al, If you're not, if your scene gets cut, you don't get any residuals. Okay. Well. So, so that's I guess that's it. it really that, depends on that's the. That's probably
4: upset. Yeah. Th- that's yeah. So, um, that's kind of crazy, man. I mean, you have that star power, but you're cutting them the film. Is there any way you could have like edited the scenes to make them better? I, I think that's just kind of crazy. Um, but like Taika Waititi says, that um. That there will be no um, director's cut. Oh man, that's up. So you know what? It's like, are we ever going to see these Excuse scenes? I, I, I understand. I mean, that's really disappointing too, because I know exactly
5: what that's like. I spent three hours putting on makeup to be a zombified medieval knight or and cross soldier on, uh, what was that? Um, the Vin Diesel thing. Um. Oh. The Last Witch Hunter, and they cut that's the scene. So I had a fight scene wearing this makeup uh, makeup and uniform
4: oh, see that's heartbreaking right
5: yeah i mean so i didn't get any residuals or anything i don't even get that's it wouldn't even have a picture of me in a zombified medieval uniform it's like right
4: exactly mm-hmm. so uh i mean yeah it's, it's kind of troubling that that wasn't the case but uh ali if you, uh, i just want to talk about the end credit team because the end credits um kind of uh <laughs> 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 i'll give you the thumbs up when uh okay but, uh, so the 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 Thor Love and Thunder mid-credit scene um, was uh, interesting because um, it introduced the character of Hercules. So Hercules is the son of Zeus, and as you know, was it, it was, Kevin Sorbo? No, it was not Kevin Sorbo. It was Ted Lasso star Brett Goldstein. Um, really? I and have expected and that. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo, yeah, he's the original Hercules, but it would be a funny Easter egg, but I don't think I don't think they would want to cast him. But um, as you know, Zeus is played by none other than Russell Crowe. And yeah. Um, yeah, in the film, uh, supposedly, we thought that he got killed by his own lightning rod. <laughs> That ended up not being the case. He was uh, very much still alive and survived that somehow, and then had a scene with hercules so uh, apparently um there's a character uh hercules is is in the thor um lore uh, of Marvel comics, and uh it's interesting because like characters like Thord hercules zeus um well, see, see what you, those can characters use, you can use these characters because yeah, yeah they're for use. Exactly. Exactly. It's been um X number of years after uh, the it's been published, it becomes fair use and you can use it. Um but uh so that was like the mid credits scene. So we're gonna see Hercules. Um not fixed I don't watch Ted Lasso. Are you does anyone watch Ted Lasso? I love Ted Lasso. Are you familiar with
1: Stein? It's really good.
4: Do you think Brett Goldstein would make a good? Um, well, her- wait,
1: I don't know who he. Which which characters? that. Uh, same here. So
4: yeah, oh, he not plays a, Roy Kent. Enough. Oh, Roy Kent. Yes, love oh, yeah. Roy Kent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roy
1: Kent. I mean, you got Al. You need to watch Ted Lasso.
4: <laughs> I know because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about the Emmys it's coming up. So in the-
1: good. It's funny. It's yeah. heartwarming. It's really mm. good. Like my whole and, family loves it.
4: <laughs> and then of course we get to the end credits now um sadly um jane foster succumbs to cancer um and uh, her superpowers didn't uh, allow her to survive but as you know um the gods that actually um pass on go to valhalla so um we we see the end credit scene where Mighty Thor Jane Foster Is in Valhalla And um she Uh she's greeted by none other Than Idris Elba Who as you know played Heimdall Um cool. and uh, You know his character uh Um sadly uh <clears throat> His character had Had, had yep. been killed as well Um yeah I mean we could See Odin we could see Frigga played by play Reverend Russo um Potentially Loki from another timeline. You know? Um yeah, so
5: Loki no from would be Loki from this timeline because Loki from the other timeline is the one
4: that right? Uh the one that died is yeah, the the one from crazy. this time. Right? The one the one that we knew that we got introduced to had died. uh yes. the one that escaped in an alternate timeline is in the Loki series. Yes. Yeah, so and uh, I think we're good to welcome Allie Dash back. So go see Thor Love and Thunder. Allie Dash, you need to see Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. I know,
3: I do. You know
4: the, 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 you know, the critics' reviews are okay. I mean, you know, Paul, you probably read It Was Woke. You know, I didn't think it was uh, over the top of The Woke, you know. Well, I mean, I'm up. No, I thought, I, you know, it's fun. It's a fun film, man. I mean, uh, if you like Thor Ragnarok, no, you know it's, it's a very similar um I love yeah, the Thor films. Those are just yeah. like fun and. That Ragnarok only because if you watch the the Dark World and the first Thor. Dark that world. yeah, that dark, wasn't
6: as good. The first not one as good. was. Better than yeah. the, the second okay. one. Oh, the
5: first one was better, way better. The first than was, the was better
6: than the second. The second the, was. bad.
5: I, you know, I think it would have been better if they kept the Warriors three together, still alive. You know what I mean? Still killing them off. Right. So. so I think I think that's the first two films. I think killing them in the second film kind of ruined that.
4: Uh, so, uh, number two on my list is other Marvel news and casting. Um, well, Black Panther, Wakanda forever is the next MCU film. Um, and Daniel Kaluuya just revealed, um, that he will not be returning. Um, you know, he has not been credited. Um, he was actually shooting Jordan Peele's Nope around the same time. So scheduling conflicts, he was not able to, uh,
5: Oh, somebody said he the had place. a falling out with Marvel or
4: something, too, about something. Interesting. I didn't hear about that. One. Place, but I, I forget where I read it or heard yeah. it. Well, Ruffling Feathers was uh, Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri. Apparently, she expressed um, sentiments against the uh, COVID vaccine, yeah. um, raising con- concerns about uh, you know, taking the vaccine um, and... Uh,
5: I don't know why that's to be an issue because it's like the vaccine not going to stop people from spreading or that's getting true. It. Um, that's very true so i mean as long as you test i think that's all you need to do i mean like i can't take it because of my medical condition
4: we 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 know yeah so with with uh shuri's case i guess she's the top of the call sheet so mm-hmm. i'm guessing they didn't uh require if you notice if if, it, if, it, if the production does not require a COVID um vaccine uh mandate um know that the principals or people at the top of the call sheet are the ones that, that decided that
5: yeah uh, and i think that's what's happening with the show i'm on now but I've
4: right <laughs> i think so too uh we have a director for the fourth captain america movie so we're definitely getting captain america 4 which will be all about um anthony mackey's um taking over uh, the yeah the mantle of captain america um it's julius ona um, so uh, yeah, jo- Julius Ona will direct, and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier's showrunner is writing the script. Uh, oh, that's cool. That's I still need Al- to finish that. Yeah, that's Malcolm Spellman. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, Chris Evans. I uh, was asked in an interview. He was like, yeah, when are you, are, are you going to reprise your role as Captain America? And he said that, nah, Sam, Sam's Captain America now. You know, so
6: isn't Captain America, like an old man now.
4: He is an old man now. <laughs> He's <an> old man <laughs> now. The, one, the Steve Rogers. Yeah, sure.
5: do not want to keep in that kind of shape because I mean you have <laughs> to really diet and exercise. I mean.
4: Well, you could go the Homelander route from the boys and wear like ripped abs in your yeah <laughs> in your suit. Yeah, you could know. do that too, I guess. <laughs> but this, is, I guess, well, they'd I have know, to
5: who, that. who was the guy who was a Shazam? Then he wear like a foam suit, like everybody said he wore. I, yeah, like, exactly. Levi had the same
4: of type of suit with the fake abs. Yeah. No, he wore like a foam suit, and they just—it was a foam suit, but it had like fake abs, like uh, yeah. 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 So, oh, this this trailer is awesome. Number three on my list is Rob Zombie's *Monsters*. Um, So the classic family of monsters, as you've never seen them, this time in color, because as you know, the '60s sitcom was in black and white, right? And um, this was a, a passion project for Rob Zombie, and you know. He's had great, great films like House of a Thousand Corpses yeah. and Halloween. Um, well,
5: you know, uh, Fred Gwen is from uh, like Pawnee Town. I mean, I, I met him a couple of times. He came to my sports card shop when I was in the Hampstead and We talked sports a long time about stuff. Oh, cool. And I was to really talk about the Hollywood stuff. But I mean, he's a big sports fan. And well, before he passed away, of course. But I mean, so that original Herman Munster actually is
4: from Reno. Wow, that's interesting trivia there. I you didn't know that. But um, it's got a heck of a cast. It's got well, um, Rob Zombie's wife is going to be playing Lily Munster. It's his uh, wife, like
5: everything he does, it kind of seems that way.
4: Sherry Moon Zombie, yeah. And Jeff Daniel Phillips from Westworld will be playing Herman. Okay. Daniel Roebuck uh, fills the role of Grandpa. Also, you have uh, Richard Brake as Dr. Henry Augustus. Uh, Wolfgang, uh, Sylvester McCoy is Igor. Jorge I just dropped
5: the ball on one thing, you know who would be a perfect grandpa? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Could you picture him as Grandpa Monster? That would have been like, perfect. <laughs> oh my
3: god.
4: Yeah, yeah. They should have maybe given him a, a shot, right? Um, but the trailer is awesome. I highly recommend you guys check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Um, it. It just looks like a lot of fun. All right, number four, uh, we mentioned Shuri, Letitia Wright. She's got a new movie. The trailer just dropped for The Silent Twins. Morgan, you you know something about twins, right?
6: Yeah. <laughs> are you a twin? Yes. Oh, that's exciting. My
1: husband's a twin. But we oh. are, I mean, she's been texting me this whole time. Like, she talks, oh. <laughs> we talk all the time. All the time, right? <laughs> um, she, but we look, we look different, but we sound alike.
4: Okay. sound alike, and, and your interests are different, too. you guys yes. feel like that psychic vibe or something like twins get or not?
1: So, so I don't get that, but like yesterday, I was like, my stomach's hurting. I don't know why. And then my sister was like, oh, I'm at the doctor. Like, I'm getting such Whoa. and
4: such. stomach. Oh,
1: and I was like, oh, that's
3: why.
4: <laughs> Holy smokes. But, it's biologically linked. I don't know. Maybe. Like, uh, intrinsically uh, yeah. through... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some Something. some some yeah. force of sorts. But, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Letitia Wright and Tamara Lawrence play twin sisters. It's this true story of uh, two twin sisters who grew up uh, daughters of Caribbean immigrants in Wales, and they were bullied in school and outcast due to their heritage. Develop a unique language spoke, spoken only by each other, and they refuse to speak to each other.
5: Oh, yeah, I think I a, heard about that story. Is that like the are they like the crazy ones that
4: like? One, yeah, well, it, it, it made waves at the Cannes Film Festival with positive. Yeah, I, I, I think it
5: This is a true story, and I, I heard about this before. You yeah,
4: it's kind of creepy. A, yeah, it, it has that that creepy, uh, but but uh, yeah, but it's based on a true story. Um, did you ever have any secret? Uh, things with uh, your twin
1: i mean like... i feel like we made up words and stuff like we made up yeah. like weird words but like yeah.
6: I, I mean i don't think we, we don't use them now right <laughs> i always wanted to be a twin i know people always say that and i'm just like eh. i was obsessed with twins
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, even said I, was... I get it
6: I had a lot of friends that would say that they'd be like, "I wish I had a twin." I'm like, "No, you don't." I grew up (laughs) an only child, and I was obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley. See, then then. I wanted to be an only child. I was like, "Oh, my own
1: like I just share everything basically from the womb." Oh yeah, yeah, that was fucked on your birthday
5: because you
4: got half as many guests. Oh yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Right now. Very cool. (laughs) So uh, number five. Stephen Young, who since *The Walking Dead*, he's been in amazing, some amazing projects. Um, of course, uh, *Minari*, the Oscar-nominated uh, film where he actually got a Best Actor um, nomination. Um, also, he's going to be in *Nope*, Jordan Peele's uh, upcoming um, horror film. And now he's going to be working with Bong Joon-ho. Um, as you know, Bong Joon um, directed *Okja* and parasite so he's a fantastic filmmaker and this film um is a yet to be titled feature based on an upcoming science fiction novel uh called mickey seven Hmm. it's described as a combination of the martian and dark matter okay wait
5: a second called mickey seven is disney making this movie by Um. chance (laughs) (laughs) mickey seven no it's
4: not a disney (laughs) film yeah uh, and also added to the cast is Robert Pattinson, the Too new well. Batman, also will be working okay. on this film. And basically revolves around human clones known as Expendables. Um Mickey yeah. Seven's probably the working title, Big Paul, because uh they said it's untitled. Oh, okay. It's based it's based on the novel Mickey Seven, but they might not name it that, you know. Um but basically these androids are designed to be discarded once they complete a deadly job. They're recycled with most of their memories are preserved in six months after colonizing. Well, isn't that kind an of, of like Westworld?
3: Um
5: uh, it seems like the uh, yeah, same it, premise was Westworld.
4: Yeah, because those androids are pretty because much they're like killing. more or less
5: shot and then like they re reprogrammed, but they still have the memories of being shot before and then they just kind of go. Yeah. Their...
4: There's a lot of similarities there um but uh yeah very interesting so that's something to look forward to um of course if it's the parasite director man that film just yeah, that oof, that's a, that's a powerful film uh number 6 uh so it's all about stranger things like uh, the, the well the the cast in these two movies that is <laughs> you, you said uh, uh joe, Keery, joe Keery joe uh from stranger things he's going to be in a romantic heist film called marmalade So it just wrapped in uh, Minnesota and basically in order to escape jail and reunite with the love of his life, a small town man narrates the colorful tale of a romantic bank heist to his cellmate. So uh, that's uh, that's a big film uh, coming up with Joe Carey and then Finn Wolfhard, who since Stranger Things, did the Ghostbusters. He did the It movie and now he's actually going to be writing and directing Dude, this kids like what? Nineteen, maybe nineteen yeah, twenty or something like that. And he's writing and directing a horror comedy, a done a lot
5: though. I mean, I have to give him credit.
4: he has. He's probably been the one that's worked the most of, of those kids. Well, think about it, how much residuals he gets on ghost and strangers mm-hmm. things. And yeah, it, I mean
5: he's probably making B- big bang, too, yeah.
4: So he's writing and directing the horror comedy Hell of a Summer. Wow. so uh yeah, I can't believe he's co-directing his first feature film. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, the plots, uh, plot details are uh, kept on the wraps. Um, number seven on my list is um, a neon film called Cuckoo, uh, starring Euphoria's Hunter Schaefer. The cast includes uh, not only Hunter Schaefer, but also uh, Jen- Jessica Henwick, Dan Stevens. Remember, remember him from Legion. Um, and two names had sadly had to drop out due to timing issues, and that's John Malkovich and Gemma Chan. They are not in the cast. Uh, number eight, um, they're doing an Amy Winehouse biopic. So, with the success of the Elvis oh, biopic, you know, according love would be a good one too, but uh, Amy Winehouse was.
5: She would to play Amy Winehouse and not even have to be like. Oh, a you're kid. saying Courtney Love. Chappell. Courtney Love would be a great person okay. playing Amy
4: Winehouse. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's called Back to Black, and All it's right. backed by Amy Winehouse's estate. Oh, uh, um, Courtney Love's not. Amazing. So they have, so they have um, a director in Sam Taylor Johnson. They are just looking for Amy Winehouse now. Oh, um, well, I just helped them. That's Courtney Love. So um, you say Courtney Love. Well, let's go around the room since uh I, I didn't have like a topic of the week um who would it be a great amy winehouse and an amy winehouse mm-hmm. biopic if you were to pick someone and uh um, I mean, looking I like- for someone that can also sing also sing but maybe even match her look you know what's her name um I don't know. I just feel like she's people... got really strong features, you know, and it's Girl. kind of important to get her look. Rex and Rex, um, Aubrey. Oh, Aubrey Plaza. Um, maybe that's not a bad one. And You know what? Amy Winehouse have had a very distinct looking nose. And yeah. this is an easy one um, for me personally. I, I think it should be Lady Gaga. Oh, I can, oh, yeah, see, I can that. see that. I can
6: yeah. definitely see that. Yeah. I can see because I look at the be... facial
4: features, yeah. the that she can sing. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. I mean, if you well, saw it, you know.
1: maybe someone unknown. Some unknown. It could be, yep. Yeah.
4: yeah.
6: Untapd talent. Well, the way oh, they've well. been doing, like, makeup and stuff, like. Yeah. I feel like anyone, like, with the right. uh, Pam and Tommy movie, like, Lily James,
4: like.
5: Oh, she you're right. Never...
4: She really did Just, didn't... like. <laughs> But yeah, but before she had on the makeup or whatever, I would have never have guessed her to play exactly. Anderson. It's and crazy. She just, like just nailed it. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anyone, Allie, You think would be good?
6: I don't, I think I'm gonna piggyback off of like what you said. I think Lady Gaga.
4: Lady Gaga, yeah. Mm. So yeah, I'm curious to see who they're gonna cast. Um, I the the thing is that they're gonna have to go a little young because you know she died at the age of 27 from drug and alcohol addiction. Okay. So that's very tragic as well <clears throat> all right number uh nine uh is um johnny depp's upcoming film since uh wow since his uh very publicized uh, defamation trial against amber heard by the way amber heard was denied a retrial that's that was just breaking but uh okay. he's got a french movie called la favorite um, mm-hmm. and apparently it's receiving financial backing from netflix um but apparently netflix said that it's not true they're not financing the movie they've licensed to stream the movie in france only after it completes and it's not considered a netflix original but johnny depp plays french king louis the 10th um so uh yeah um uh, curious to see if I mean, you know what? He, he was, he won. Is, like, is he going to play it serious? I think he's playing it serious. I think it's a, it's a biopic, you know? Um, you know, mm-hmm. he was filming in, in, in France. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, that, now that he won is his defamation case, I think he yeah. could safely show this movie to, you, uh, to the U.S. and, I mean, and stream have it. it have like
6: they announced anything with um, Amber Heard and Ezra Miller? Oh, Not, they, haven't, have like,
4: they haven't made formal um announcements, but we have talked about on a show how DC is really in a yeah. mess right now. Because yeah. Yeah. those two, mm-hmm. in DCU, uh, with more I mean, so Ezra combine,
5: Miller. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the run?
4: They can't edit Ezra out of the movies. That's a thing. It's like he's in every scene. Yeah, but
5: the Ever, is, like so it could
4: re- be a different Barry Allen, can it? Different. Well, you know, that's the thing. You know, maybe that this is the, what might happen they're going to let ezra be in this film obviously because it's already been shot yeah i mean but he,
5: he could start and then you could like somehow replace him with a different you're going to replace uh, him,
4: you're going to replace him with somebody from the multiverse because yeah. the whole flashpoint movie is about mm. the all is like dc's versions of the multiverse because he can yeah. run so fast he can you know change time and things like that so perhaps another actor at the end could step hey, in I, the flash. I, I don't mind seeing grant gustin i mean i think he does a good job i love
6: it. him as the flash he
4: should be he's so good he would be like the fan favorite mm-hmm. and it would yeah tie, oh for sure it would loosely tie in um the arrowverse to dcu yeah. which which i think would be great right yeah. um so um another uh comeback movie is uh james franco so apparently he is uh trying to come back uh working in a World War II drama called Me, Comma, you. Me you uh opposite Tom Hollander and Daisy Jacob and it's starting to uh shoot in uh Ishia. Where the heck is Ishia? I S H I C A.
5: Uh Are you sure it's not a, Ohio someplace? Because, I mean he films a lot of stuff in Ohio.
4: It's a World War Two drama, yeah. Um
5: yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that's I mean it
4: could be a place in Ohio someplace. Yeah, I'm at the have to Google of where issue is I don't know where that is, but uh it's based on Ari DeLuca's novel Mia*, And uh, he's a veteran term fisherman who takes the story's protagonist under his wing. Mm. Um, yeah. That's cool. Um so Franco, you know, he had, you know, accusations of the Me Too movement and uh you know, um he's I guess feels like uh you know he stepped uh back long enough and i don't know I feel let's like he's see.
6: such a creep
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh he was hanging on that 15 year old and what like
3: uh on
6: twitter
5: yeah.
6: and like <laughs> she, like she was with her family like if i was that kid like girl's parents yeah. like he was a grown-ass man grown-ass like trying dad, to like, like yeah.
4: and and you have a daughter yeah are, are they teenagers <laughs> is your daughter a teenager yet
6: she will be next month.
4: Next month. Okay. So yeah. August 9th, yeah
6: 13. So you,
4: right. Oh, she's Leo.
1: Just like me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just like Morgan, your grades. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Emmys guys. Wow. Lots of great uh, things to talk about. Um, the nominations were just announced. HBO actually um, had 114 nominations. Um Netflix uh, had 105 nominations. So there were the two networks that dominated um, the noms. Um, and uh, other notable things, some people actually had two nominations, like uh, Julia Garner for her, uh, her role in Ozark and uh, the limited series Inventing Anna. Oh, yeah. So, She's uh,
1: great.
4: Then you had Bill Hader, uh, Sidney Sweeney, Gerard Carmichael, um, there are also um, actors that have multiple Emmy noms as well. Of course, you know, Bill Hader, um, yeah. Barry, but he also had a guest actor um, nom in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've watched the latest season of uh, Curb, you'd know that he played like multiple roles. Uh, that,
5: um, what's he called in that?
4: Um, I'm not sure. What, what are you alluding to?
5: Remember the guy who got fired? I forget his name. Uh, Jeff. Jeff something.
4: Well, in, in Curb Enthusiasm, Bill Hader played uh, three guys that looked alike where. Okay. Well, now I'm talking about like the main cast. I mean,
5: the neighbor wasn't his neighbor, like the guy who was the dad on uh, uh, that 80s show. I forget what it was called. Um, the one who got fired.
3: Fired from what? <laughs>
5: He got fired from what was that show called? We discussed it in one episode. um He got fired from the uh, the Goldbergs. Oh that, that
4: yes, Goldbergs. Jeff
5: Garland. yes. who got
4: fired? Jeff Garland, who is the 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 patriarch of the Goldbergs, oh. was was asked to leave because of inappropriate uh, comments yeah. he was making to one of the crew members. and oh, uh, I didn't know. That. I watched that. So it, it, the thing is, is like it was just taken way too fucking far. I mean, did he joke. show up in
5: Curb because he wasn't he had a main cast member in Curb also?
4: Yeah, but it didn't affect him on Curb. Absolutely
5: not. No, I, I just was wondering if he showed up. I was wondering if they checked yeah. him off that, too. Okay,
4: now I know you're talking about. I was just thinking Curb. It yeah. was canceled in Curb. Um, and also a notable is those that have passed away that are getting nominations, and that's Chadwick Bozeman, Norm MacDonald, and Jessica Walters. So, what was Chazuk um, nominated for? Well, it was um, for his role as T'Challa in the What If series, oh. as, as his voiceover
5: for that. Yeah, was Norm like the, the show that he filmed uh, like after he died, like that he filmed the third Yes, Black? that was his
4: final comedy special called Nothing Special, which debuted okay. on Netflix, was nominated as well. Okay. Yep. So. You know, it, it'll be nice. it nice to see those that, that are no longer with us win an award, you know. Yeah. You know, mark mark make a mark on their legacy. Um, Squid Game has 14 nominations. And um, notable are all the Korean nominations, which, of course, had to do with Squid Game. Yeah. But not only that, um, Sandra Oh, who's Korean, she had a... Um, a nomination for killing eve um and it was it was um yeah uh, a lot of diversity um was was nominated yeah but is she is
5: she really a korean i mean i know she's korean descent she's korean
4: um, she's korean canadian yeah oh, okay yeah so um but they uh, from what i'm reading here half of the non-white nominees came from three casts squid exactly. game Abbott Elementary and, and Ted Lasso. Interesting.
1: I've seen all three.
4: Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's where uh where over half of those nominations came from. Um, of course you have Zendaya who's nominated for Euphoria. Who,
6: she's amazing.
4: I think she's the odds yeah. on favorite, but let's go over some of these uh nominations. Let me know your thoughts. All right, best drama series Better Call Saul. Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Who do you wow. think, uh, who deserves the win?
6: For me, Stranger Things.
5: Because so. um, I'm
6: obsessed, <laughs> number one. Number two, it's also the only one I've seen <laughs> from that list. That's completely fair.
5: Um, I will <laughs> say Ozark, because this season just has a lot in it. Because I did catch up, it is actually a pretty good season of Ozark. So I think that that one probably Ozark,
4: and it's the final I season. I um, mean,
1: yeah, people love Ozark. I have, I've only, I've seen bits and pieces, and what I've seen, it's wild. I've seen all of Stranger Things. I love it. Yes. I mean, it's a big hub. Like everyone's talking about it. Right. Euphoria is also great. It is fantastic.
4: The um, last season was fantastic. And then
1: was Ted Lasso on there? Or what well, you this you... is for comedy uh,
4: drama. Okay. Uh, this is the, these are the uh, drama noms. Really? So. Yeah.
1: Um, I think yeah. it's either Stranger Things or Ozark, probably. The,
4: that, maybe
1: or maybe Euphoria. I mean, those,
4: those. Those are the three. Actually, I was thinking of two. Yeah, those are the Euphoria, three. Euphoria, Ozark, or Stranger Things for best drama series. Someone
1: told me that Yellow Jackets was good, but I didn't get around. I saw
4: to- the the first episodes. and I thought it was really really good.
1: I didn't get around to watching it. Yeah.
4: So. But comedy series, yes, your favorite Ted Lasso is nominated, Your Grace. Other ones nominated, Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, and What We Do in the Shadows. Who deserves the best comedy series?
5: I would say Only Murders in the Building, because I mean, I I think Martin does such such a good job. I want to watch that. Don't tell me that, don't
4: spoil anything because <laughs> that's on my good. list as Allie well. Like spo- Wait, <laughs> Only
1: murders.
4: <laughs> Only murders, yeah. It's
1: so good. It's so funny. Okay. Like, I
4: need to get that one to show
1: I love a nice 30-minute comedy because I feel right, like yeah. I can catch up. That's uh, why I watched all of Abbott. That's why I watched all of Ted Lasso. Ted So Lasso. okay. Only Murders is great. It comes out on Tuesdays. My boyfriend and I, I'm like, are you ready? It's Tuesday. Like we need to catch up. <laughs> Steve but,
5: Martin is hilarious. Like him and Martin Schwartz just make such a good comedy. Yeah, Yeah. Oh
1: my God, they just. And, and Barry. I hear
4: great like things it. about Barry, and I haven't. I've only seen two shows stuff. on this list. Barry's good,
1: but I haven't. I haven't gotten around.
5: Barry's on. good, but for Barry's also a drama too. So it's like I, it's I don't like, know. It's, it's, it's like
4: it's a drama deep, right? Yeah.
5: Yeah. All right, limited series. That's like I don't know. I would put that more in the drama category than the, Yeah.
4: All right. Limited series. We have uh, Dope Sick, The Dropout, Eventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Got to go with Dope Sick, you know. Well, I was in Dope Sick, so thanks. Exactly. Hey, well, that's the main reason I'm voting for yeah,
1: it. My, I, I didn't watch that, but I hope
4: loves that. Yeah. It's it's powerful stuff. And yours truly, Member <laughs> of Sisters Coalition, an Episode 8, so look for me. Well, okay. Very nice featured role. Um, inventing Anna, of course, I love Julia Carter. I Anna
1: was great. I also really liked White Lotus. Anyone else?
4: I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. It's,
1: it's really good. Okay. That, what's her name? Sydney Sweeney from.
3: Ooh, I love Sydney Sweeney. Yeah,
1: see, there you go. From Euphoria. It's, yeah. it's really good and it's filmed like in Maui. Um, it's really good and it's only like seven episodes or something. Okay.
4: So yeah. it's something that uh, won't take too much time.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good.
4: All right. Uh, let's see. Lead actor in a drama series. All right, here we go. Uh, Jason Bateman, Ozark. Brian Cox, Succession. Lee Jung-jae, Squid Game. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. Adam Scott, Severance. And Jeremy Strong, Succession.
5: See, I I'll give it to Bob Odenkirk. Just because, I mean... It's the final season, right? The final season, and... He's playing such out of his character because he's a comedian and he does such a good job as like that serious character. Mm-hmm.
4: He is a fantastic actor. I probably put my money on him or Jason Bateman because that this is the yeah, final Bateman, season too. of Ozark, so yeah, it's the last chance but for that. Did Bateman get it before though? No, he, he hasn't won I before. Really? Yeah,
5: he's so
1: good.
4: He's uh, yeah, no, he's fantastic in that complete, complete sociopath uh, in that, yeah. in that series. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is dead body. We'll just burn it. You know, it's, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> he's,
1: so, he's so calm. And
4: crazy. Yeah. It's like, and it's actually because the character arc when he first got his first uh, conversation with, with the, the drug Lords um, and his henchmen, uh, he was like really like a different character, like just, you know, not like just just completely just distraught, emotionally distraught. Yep. And then you you go to this season where he's now, you know, the the king of the money laundering and, uh, you know, the Mexican, you know, the boss of the Mexican cartel. Uh, he, he, yeah, he's kind of changed, you know. All right. Lead actress in a drama series. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Ozark. Melanie Alinsky, Yellow Jackets, Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon, Morning Show, Zendaya, Euphoria. Oh, man. Ooh.
5: I think gonna Zendaya is probably going to win.
4: She's won it before. Her, her role yeah. this season is just as good as the previous season that she won. Yeah, I think, I think uh, we should give this one to Zendaya. Yeah. Lead actor in a comedy series. Donald Glover, Atlanta, Bill Hader-Barry, Nicholas Holt the Great, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, no surprise there, Your Grace, and both Steve Martin and Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building. Huh.
5: See, that's a tough one. I mean, yeah, could you put, like, Steve Martin and Martin Short together in a group?
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, a I mean, they both and... are great. I think both of them being so great in their series is not going to make one of them win over the other. And I think it's either yeah, going
5: to be... Uh, then if that's the case, it would be Jason and, uh, Jesus uh, Sudeikis and...
4: Jason Sudeikis or Bill Hader is
5: yeah. See, Bill Hader, as I said, I don't consider that comedy. It's more of a It's drama. in the
4: category, though. So you got to oh, kind of go with yeah, the category I, I, is.
5: I know he plays a comedian, but I think he's more... He's a headman that's a comedian. So it's like, I, I think it's more of a drama than a comedy. I mean, maybe I'm wrong.
4: It's true. All right, lead actress in a comedy series. We have Rachel Brosnahan, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Cuoco, Flight Attendant, Al Fanning the Great, Lisa Ray, Insecure, and Gene Smart Hacks. My prediction is Gene Smart. I haven't seen the show yeah. yet.
5: I worked on Mayor of Town with her. She was you work cool. with Gene? Yeah,
4: I worked on Mayor of Easttown as well. She wasn't in my scene, though, but I was with the Titanic woman. <laughs> uh, okay. Kate Winslet, that was in a bar scene with with um, what's the actor's name that played her boy, the author boyfriend. His name is escaping me. Um, Yeah, that's the scene I worked on. Um, All right. Lead actor in a limited series or movie. Colin Firth, The Staircase. Andrew Garfield, Under the Banner of Heaven. Oscar Isaac, Scenes from a Marriage. Michael Keaton, *Dopesick*; Sick. Hamash Patel, Station Eleven. Sebastian Stan. Ham and Tommy. You know, the odds on favorites, Michael Keaton, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Sebastian Stan win. Yeah, because I mean, he
5: pulled off Tommy Lee pretty good. Exactly.
4: Exactly. So.
5: I mean, when they were cast, I was like, why are you casting these people? They look nothing like them. <laughs>
4: right. And it one more.
6: Just like them. Once yeah. they got Like it's.
4: Did you watch the um... whole series, Allie?
6: I haven't watched it, but I've seen. Like trailers and stuff, and like seeing right. them and makeup, they look exactly.
4: I'm gonna have to give that one a shot. You haven't watched? Yeah, that? I want to watch it. How about you, Morgan? Have you seen it yet, the Pam and Tommy series?
6: I haven't.
1: I heard it's really good. I want to watch that. It's on my list.
4: Yeah, me too. Lead actress in a limited series or movie: Tony Collette, *The Staircase*; Julia Garner, *Inventing Anna*; Lily James, *Pam and Tommy*; Sarah Paulson, *Impeachment: American Crime Story*; Margaret Qualley, *Made*. Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. I got my, I'm going to say, tied for two, Julia Garner or Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson was just so good as Linda Tripp in American Crime Story. Yeah. Oh,
6: um, I've been wanting to watch that. Lily <laughs> you James, can't even, you, not... you can't even recognize second, did Sarah Did you work <laughs> on that too, Al?
4: I did. I did. I did one day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did
5: a couple days on that too. I mean,
4: yeah. Did he so. even
6: recognize Sarah Paulson in? Um, no,
4: no, not, at all. So,
5: I mean, I saw her in the scene I was in, and you couldn't tell it's her because I mean the, the makeup was just that good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
6: Yeah, I really want to watch that.
4: So, so that's uh, you know, I want to read. Uh, I'm not going to read the rest of these nominations, but just some highlights from the Creative Emmys because a lot of our favorite fandoms got nominated, like Moon Knight, Loki, Hawkeye, for oh, instance. I hate to say um, it.
5: How did Moon Knight get nominated? I don't think it was that. I so, it was okay. so the
4: Creative Emmys are everything that has to do with special effects, oh, okay. uh, I stunt got coordination, oh. sound mixing. So Moon Knight got nominated for cinematography, costumes, music composition, character voiceover, sound editing, and mixing, stunt coordination, and stunt performance. Mm. Uh, Loki got nominated for production design, cinematography, costumes, music composition, original main title theme music, and sound editing. And Chadwick Bozeman and Jeffrey Wright got nominated for What If for their voiceovers. Also nominated for Animated Program. And Hawkeye got outstanding stunt performance and stunt coordination for for that show. So yeah, I mean uh a lot of yeah a lot of uh our favorite genre shows Tend to get love on the creative Emmys But there have been exceptions Uh, WandaVision, as you know Was nominated last year For an Emmy For Best uh, Comedy Series I guess it fell under the comedy uh, category
6: WandaVision was so good
4: It was great But uh, it's interesting that none of the None of the Marvel shows were nominated this year Mm. Yeah As far as like the acting category I mean, was Falcon a Winter Soldier This year or last year Oh, that, I was, remember. that came out
6: yeah. after WandaVision. Yeah. Before Loki.
4: I think that was the yeah, second one to come out. Yeah, that's nominated for this year, The Falcon. Well, no, it's not, actually. No, that was last year, right? So okay, because I,
5: mean, uh, I know one of those stump people on that. So, I mean, I kind of thought... Uh, yep. Yeah. I thought I voted for it this year, but maybe I'm wrong, maybe it was last year.
4: Yep. Yeah. All right, moving up to number 12 on my list is Netflix. So, yeah, Stranger Things, as we mentioned um, the number one spot on Netflix top 10 chart over 188.19 million hours viewed top 10 in 93 countries. So um, good. Now, now, Morgan, you side when we say said stranger things. So why did you
1: say? No, I love it. But like. I had such
6: anxiety. Oh, Oh my God. That last episode, I was on the edge of my seat. I was, like, flipping out. My husband and daughter were like, you need to calm down. So my sister
1: was like, you better catch up. You better catch up. And I was away for the fourth weekend. I literally got home that Tuesday, and I think I had watched, like, the first three episodes. I literally sat on the couch from the time that I got home and just watched four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That was many, many Ooh. hours of TV. And my voice Those last like,
4: two episodes were like people yeah, like movies. Yeah,
1: it was a lot of TV. And oh, I was like, smokes. oh my God, I'm just like, I had to like look outside and like- <laughs> Right. But I wasn't in the upside Okay, down. so that's
4: why you sighed, yeah.
1: It was just a lot. <laughs> it's really good though. I like how they tied everything- together i was like oh no no oh, sport, yeah
4: and so you're like, on the edge of your seat because of sadie sinks max character weren't you that's probably what you were i mean
6: yes but I and didn't... then the scene with lucas um that and like, up, like, oh, his whole revelation I was, mm-hmm. yeah i was like oh. so many things and then with like max and l and like yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so, I was
6: say oh, I thought this was the last season. No. No,
4: one more season one to tie it season. all up. Yeah. yeah excited. Season, every thirty-five years old. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Because it'll become, it'll come out in a couple of years. It won't be next year. <laughs> yeah,
6: it's gonna be like two 2024.
4: Yeah, it That's it, what they oh, said.
6: Okay. It's not quite well, as long. Yeah, COVID kind of screwed it up. COVID screwed yeah.
4: it up, and it's a lot of post-production series mm. like that. So as you know, one of the breakout stars was Joseph Quinn, who played Eddie. Who oh, sadly I loved Eddie. Sadly he Sadly, met his Eddie fate now. on Stranger Things. Yes, but
6: we're oh, theorizing that he's going to be in the next season. um okay. like, Apparently, like the one of the D and D characters that he mentions in the show, apparently in the game is like Vecna's like right hand man is like a vampire. That's what and I so... Maybe he
1: comes mm-hmm.
4: back. You yeah, you have to say never say never. On uh, mm-hmm. the world so, until you see the body, like I mean we saw I mean, him bit up by yeah, the saw. Yeah, we never and saw him like we saw the bats. They were taking mm-hmm. chunks out of his body, uh that looked really, really gnarly. And looked I really thought bad. Justin would have heaved him back
1: into the right side up. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? side up.
3: up. You, know, right. you don't
4: leave the body there. Right, yeah. Like And what about Metallica's uh song? Um yeah, Master of Puppets. I mean, Apparently, that was ever since that, that song was so used cool. in the finale of Stranger Things, my gosh, the streams uh, were up uh, to 653, um, 650.3. Um, I, I mean, the- it
5: just and goes and to they, sh- they were, And they, were, they had to pay money to see that, uh, hear that song, too, because uh, Metallica are the ones that took down Napster.
4: Oh right, right. You're oh the very strip God, of their music. Master. You know, you know. Kate Bush is loving this newfound thing. Yeah. song. Oh, i <laughs> I love her running
1: song. Running up
4: that hill. I mean, yeah. but I that's just, a,
1: yeah. that's a thing. It just takes, like, your song could be years old. You could be thinking, that's I'm
6: done. Right. You're in one show, and it's like, yep. I was that's also cool. a fan of um the remake of it too, because um like in the 2000s, The OC and then Vampire Diaries used um oh, the yeah. rebake of that song oh okay so i was already i was familiar with that version
4: oh yeah it's a different artist yeah this is the original art the og artist mm-hmm. so
6: it's og well doesn't that one guy make a lot
5: of money now that guy who did the rick rolling thing
4: oh
6: God, oh, yeah with the rick
4: yeah <laughs> rick Astley. Rick, rick Astley. <laughs> Love him. that's a one-hit wonder but it, it definitely made some coin from uh
1: it's catchy
4: yeah it is but- <laughs> so here's an interesting thing about joseph quinn he's very so he's got this newfound fame um and apparently he was at this comic-con in london called the london film
3: just and read comic-con
4: it. yeah so apparently he was interacting with fans for too long and the security guards were giving him a hard time they wow. wanted him to filter the guests in and out quickly and apparently the staff was yelling yelling at joseph to shut the fuck up Oh, not yeah. to interact with the fans what? because they oversold. And apparently he was maybe greeting fans that I guess weren't able to attend because they, they sold out maybe? I guess that's what they're alluding to? Oh, no,
5: that's not, that's not right. I mean, it's like you're there for the fans. The fans were amazing.
4: Right. Exactly. So uh, apparently, yeah. Um, I'll just
5: leave it down in the parking lot and say, hey, if anybody wants to go talk to me, hey, feel free to.
4: Mm-hmm. apparently um joseph couldn't hold back the tears after a fan's. um yeah i saw that yeah after a fan stood up to thank him uh for sharing time with him and his fans yeah um so that that's really yeah i mean that that's fantastic all right what else is all on
6: this stuff going on with um doja cat oh uh, yeah no
4: um. Those. Wait. Oh, yes. 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 Remind My me what happened. <laughs> like, so. Oh, it was it um, DM? Right. A shared DM with yes, uh,
6: Noah so Schnapp. She asked. So she, for like, everyone, why would you con- contact Noah Schnapp, a seventeen-year-old, to try to hook you up with with Joseph Quinn? Like, <laughs> like you could you have gone a better route? And so Noah Schnapp leaked the DMS.
5: Oh man. Um, right.
6: Their conversation showing Doja Cat like,
4: <laughs> and you know she what? got
6: so she called Noah Schnapp a snake
4: and <laughs> a weasel. But that didn't take it any further than calling a snake, right? No, yeah.
6: but I think she was mad. I don't know. If I, I have to look into this. But my daughter told me that apparently she has a boyfriend, and oh, and oh. that was like one of the reasons. Like, but it's like, are you gonna trust a seventeen-year-old with like trying to yeah. hook you up? Like, right,
4: right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Absolutely right, and uh, right. yeah, he, why not just go through Joseph himself Doja? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, I know you brought back the Mexican pizza, but uh, <laughs> you, you should know better. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I'm, I'm so grateful for Doja Cap and, and Dolly Parton. Dolly pardon for bringing back that Mexican pizza <laughs> to Taco Bell. It's a big deal. I've
6: yet to have it again.
4: Oh, you, know, you got I was again.
6: obsessed. Oh, you with that know it it's sold out again.
4: It's sold out again. I actually haven't
6: had Taco Bell in, like, I used to be obsessed. I Um, I can't eat Taco Bell anymore. And I was like,
1: I'm 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 not going to do it. I'll I'll, I'll allow a cheat meal, but if it's sold out, it's a sign.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it's sold out again. They just couldn't keep up with the ingredients. But uh, All right. Also, Netflix, Black Mirror, they have an upcoming season um and um the upcoming new faces joining are zazie beats josh hartnett aaron paul kate mara danny ramirez clara rugard and Auden thornton
6: oh josh hartnett's coming back josh hartnett yeah was i was like he was like when i was when middle school first crush? I, he was, oh my god he you're was men? everyone's crush my age he <laughs> <Josh
3: Hartnett. It laughs> wasn't my crush
4: <laughs> it wasn't yours, it wasn't, yours. It wasn't yours right Let's see. Jeff Goldblum is returning. Uh, So Jeff Goldblum is replacing Hugh Grant as Zeus in Netflix series Chaos. It's a reimagining of Greek mythology. Um, So it's an eight episode. uh, uh, Russell Crowe. That would make more sense. It would tie in MCU, right? But Goldblum plays uh, what is his character's name in Thor? The Master of something? The Grand Master. The the Grandmaster. That's it. The grandmaster, yeah. Yeah, so this is kind of interesting. He's gonna he's gonna be replacing Hugh in this, um, and um, an upcoming Netflix limited series is called A Man in Full. Diane Lane has been cast opposite Jeff Daniels, uh, in this uh, series based on a Tom Wolfe novel. So basically, Wait, Tom to...
5: Wolfe, the governor of Pennsylvania, or is it yeah. different?
4: Tom? no, I don't think it's the same person. But this is where a real estate mogul, uh, played by Jeff Daniels, faces sudden bankruptcy. Uh And apparently political and business interests collide as he defends his empire from those attempting to capitalize on his uh, downfall. Uh And Netflix actually quietly dropped uh, a Dave Chappelle special. It's not really stand up, Uh but more of um, him speaking to the Duke Ellington School of the Arts of Washington DC and apparently he addressed uh his uh the transphobic jokes and uh yeah it's a forty minute special that just dropped on Netflix and uh
5: Well that's in the place the thing wasn't he gonna do something at his school and they kinda screwed him over and said, Oh we don't want him because he's like he said, Yeah
4: that, that and I think uh, Dave Chappelle just gave up on that and decided, you know what, you know, I don't have to have my name uh, on yeah. the school I think know, that's wrong But he still continues to support the school And it's supposedly the school's Something called like the the School of free speech And free will which is completely ironic Because oh, Dave Chappelle did. Didn't have you know was getting Canceled oh. because of his right to Execute his right to free speech and In the form of entertainment and comedy No doubt you know uh, Just kind of crazy man Um, um I think this is a good time to take a classic cut break. We got Disney plus stuff coming up. Um, We got a couple other things. Talk about some gossip things. So, uh, so we're going to go into the classic cut and go into the special interview that Morgan and I conducted with girls to buys star Paulina Galaska and director Maria Sadowska. And when I was watching this particular movie, which you're going to see Friday video on demand platforms and um, theaters as well for the American audiences. We can finally see this film on July 15th. So uh, make sure you check it out. There's one particular song in the movie that caught my attention. I knew I recognized uh, the artist and it's Portishead. And the song is called Roads. So uh, I thought that would be the classic cut this week. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. So we're going to hear Portishead Roads, followed by uh, Morgan and my exclusive interview, with um, Paulina Galaska and Maria Sadowska from Girls to so we'll be back right after the interview and the classic cut
3: regardless of what they say how can it feel this wrong
7: from this moment
4: special interview time here on Below the Belt Show. We have an amazing guest phoning in all the way from Poland, the beautiful and talented Paulina Galaska who plays Emmy. <laughs> I hope I pronounced her last name right. Uh, in this great yes, film. Well. <laughs> oh, thank you. This great film called Girls to Buy, which here in the US you can see on July 15th in theaters and video on demand. Paulina, good to have you on BTB.
8: Thank you very much. What I wanted to say to you, my family name Gralaska in Polish means Twiggy, actually, and mm. uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> and when I think of Twiggy. I think of the famous uh, supermodel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
8: And I'm kind of her measurement. <laughs>
4: yes, I was. You're, you're very tiny,
1: but be- yes. beautiful. I was. I mean. I'm watching and I'm like, there's not a single overweight <laughs> person for miles.
4: <laughs> they don't do plus. They don't do plus you. size in Poland. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, no. Pop- but
8: I, I have to tell you that I I'm getting a lot of body shaming actually. But so uh, like especially for women. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's not so good to be so tiny i've heard
1: that i mean this is i just say to hell with them because (laughs) if you're too big they say one thing if you're too skinny they say one thing Mm -hmm. and i just think that's ridiculous like all right you're beautiful
4: (laughs) yeah absolutely thank you (laughs) thank you yeah morgan actually i said if you want to dress like a girl's to buy you can just like
8: (laughs) Oh, actually, today I actually I'm dressing as a girl to buy two because you know I was on the beach. <laughs> oh, there you go,
4: <laughs> Paulita. Let's talk about this role of Emmy. Wow, what a what a story arc from beginning to end of this film. Emmy goes through a lot, um, but let's start by talking about how you got involved and cast in the film.
8: So I heard that they're doing this movie about. Uh, huge affair what was in Poland there was a huge affair I think in 2015 about the supermodels and celebrities who are working as luxurious escorts for um, Dubai Shakes and I, I thought oh my god they're doing casting like the main role lead role will be this character of Kim. Uh, and I thought like oh my god this is very interesting because uh, to play this kind of girl, I, I felt like, you have to be really businesswomen to, to you know, cooperate with some, to have this international business. And uh, I went for the casting and I knew that this lady was a creative producer and she is iconic pop star in Poland. Her name is Doda. And I was like, oh my God, that would be so cool to work with her. Of course, I, I wasn't sure. If uh, we would speak the same language, but uh, yeah. it turned out that she's a lovely person, and that uh, we we got together a very nice journey, and it was pleasure to work with her. She's very talented and multi multi talented artist, and so this is why how I got to the uh, to the movie, and I was very happy because uh, when I uh, when I won the casting, I got the script, and I read the script, and I felt in love with this movie.
4: Yes, and uh-huh. and quite a story um, that that you have to tell. First of all, were there, was there anything that you were uncomfortable doing in, in the film? Um, it, seems, it seems it's a it's a racy role, no doubt. Um, but yeah. uh, was was anything talked to uh, to the director? Uh, maybe some reservations you had with things in the film, or were you pretty much all in?
8: So uh, I was like uh, preparing as well with my. Psychotherapist to like not take it personally the sex scenes so I think like during the shooting I was like completely prepared to that and they they weren't the most difficult scenes for me the sex scenes the erotic scenes because they were more like choreography than uh, than the reality and uh, my partner my the main uh, male role uh, Giulio Baruti he's a professionalist too so I, yeah it was just uh, completely professional work with no uh, abuse or something like that. And, uh, but I think it's, uh, you know, everybody feels ashamed while you're doing the erotic scene, actually, like all the crew and everyone. So it's not a pleasure for anyone. Wow.
2: Hi guys, wow. I'm sorry. Couldn't that is okay. Let's, on
4: let's introduce so um, director extraordinaire, Maria Sadowska who also plays the role of Sarah in this film. Um, we were just talking about how amazing and wild and fun this film is so far. I, I completed the film. Uh, Morgan is about I'm halfway like through- i we like halfway. But uh, we, were really, we really enjoyed it. Um, and um, um, Paulina just told us about how she got cast in the film. Um, and I guess we can continue with the casting topic. Maria, tell us about casting the rest of the uh, actors in this uh, project.
2: So, except of course for Paulina, which uh, was my diamond in this movie, and actually we've been really doing a lot of lot of uh, shooting, you know, uh, before we were looking for someone who is fresh and who is brave enough to do it first of all, you know, right. To, 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 to to, to like go you know for real right. so uh beside of that uh, we have uh Katarzyna Figura, Figura sh- uh, who plays the role of Dorota and she's like a very iconic polish uh, actress yeah she was uh, great she was, she's she was great in yeah. Paul Altman's movie and and for her I mean it was a great act- actors meeting you know to have this great icon- public person like Katarzyna and Paulina who has this new amazing energy uh, and uh, the, which she brought to the project together along of course with Olga Kalicka who played the the role of the other girl uh, the girl Camila uh, Camila uh, who commits suicide so
4: uh, spoiler <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm that's okay. Sorry. Oh, I that's okay. <laughs>
2: okay. I don't like a... remember the name. It? <laughs> Probably. So yeah. So and then and then we were looking like the most uh, the very uh, difficult thing was to find actually uh, guys who can play the roles of Arabian Saudi princesses. And right. We were looking actually all around the world. It was a very difficult moment because. Because we were like in the middle of pandemia. So uh, we were in like in the pandemic situation. We have to do all, all the castings all online at the beginnings. Right. So, and we tried different actors actually from different countries. I even tried Arabian actress, uh, actors. We had some American actors too, but there was some problem then with traveling. So we couldn't right. choose Right, do the them. COVID. So finally. Mm-hmm. No, with we end up with the Italian guys. We call them <laughs> Italian gang, you know, because- yeah, Italian,
4: sh- Italian cheeks.
2: Yes, right. I'm Italian cheeks. <laughs> uh, and of course, you know, when I saw Giulio, uh, I, I thought he looks, he has a great look, but I didn't know that he's such a great actor, you know. Mm-hmm. So when he came and I, I we, we met uh, in person, then I could see uh, he's very sensitive and he's very, he's an actor who's listened very carefully and he has a very great dramatic ideas too. So uh, so when I saw them together, I knew I'm i have going to I, I'm, I'm gonna have an, uh, a great movie, you know. And so the other guys, uh, well, well, then we just go on with the Italian guys because it was really easy to work with, easy to communicate. I think they they really did their best to work on their Arabian accents. Obviously, uh, yes.
4: <laughs> learning learning Arabic, yeah. Sure. But I couldn't uh, tell. I, I, yeah. You know, I was convinced. I was convinced that yeah. they were true Arabs, no doubt. Um, and you, um, we're talk about the shooting locations because uh, it's beautiful. I mean, you guys actually went to Cannes in France, yes, and um, yes, yes, all wow. over Poland. And where else did you shoot?
2: Well, actually, I will surprise you because that was a pandemic times. We shoot almost everything in Poland. The whole Dubai was made in Poland. And that's why I have to say this is a great contribute to, to our scenography. Wow. Uh, to Actually, because we couldn't go anywhere. It was pandemic time, you know. So wow. there was at the beginning, there was an idea to, to go to shoot in Dubai and in Courchevel, but at the end, uh, our hands were we're tight, you know, and we've been, this was a difficult time for filmmakers, nobody knows what's going to happen, you know, right. and we decided to go on with the production and we decided we just stand on our head, we will do everything just to shoot it anyway. And for me, you know, it's, it might be surprising, I've never been in Dubai. Right. So uh, the people who has been in Dubai, they told me uh, it looks so much like Dubai, they can't believe it. We didn't shoot it in Dubai so we find this amazing location in warsaw so our Dubai was in warsaw so wow, we'll wow. Also...
4: what about can thanks
2: to our great great yeah we spent two weeks there
4: okay so was it wasn't a Ken.
2: great time nice. we have a really great time there. yeah so can was a can can was it was can and uh, obviously we have this this amazing yacht I choose, uh, which I love because of the color, because most of the yachts are very beige and nice, like family vibe. And I want this crazy kind of dark vibe, which was only on this one yacht in the Mediterranean, Mediterranean Seas. So I had this uh, great opportunity to have the yacht I wanted. So it wasn't easy too by that time, but we finally had that. So that that's all, all about all all fun we have, you know, shooting it. Uh, but obviously, Cannes is very very nice for filmmakers. They're very open and they're very welcoming for him, filmmakers all over the world. So actually, we we felt very comfortable there, and uh, we are happy we could. We've been very happy we could shoot there because we felt somehow released at last, you know. Yeah. After pandemic, so.
4: Awesome. Uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to talk about uh, how the ad- adaptation went from the book Girls from Dubai to the screenplay. And uh, was there anything that was changed um, from the yes, book? There's a lot.
2: Actually, the book is more like a mm, documentary book, and it's more, the book is just uh, police files. I would say Uh, that they just wrote police files from all the interviews with those girls but there was no story in it of mm -hmm. course we took the character because emmy really exists and paulina met her i met Uh, her we talked to her wow and this character is built on emmy but also some other girls we met and to have some you know i'll be honest the first version of the script was written by men and when Mm -hmm. i get the script I had this feeling. Okay, it's a great story, but it cannot be told by men because they don't get it. Right. We have to stand up for women. We have to take their point of view, not the society point of view of them, because the society looks at, look as, look, looks at them. You know how to say like front up, yeah? Like they're, they're, I would say downside them, yeah. Right. But right. We wanted. To yeah, we wanted to stay on their side to feel what they feel and to understand why they were doing what they were doing. You know why they're cho- why they were choosing this place in the first place.
4: Paulina, how was so, your interaction? So when I get a the
2: script, then I need yeah. yeah.
4: I was curious about Paulina's interaction with the real Emmy.
8: Oh my God, that was so. Oh, I really felt in love with her. She's and I wrote to the mm, main outer of the script, uh, Mithya Okorn, like, Oh my god, like, she's amazing. This girl is amazing. And he wrote me, like, Be careful, she's a snake. <laughs> and I'm this kind of naive person, really, like, you know, good hearted. And, uh, <laughs> and I was, I had to really, you know, uh, um, take care of myself and don't believe in everything what she's saying. But on the other her- hand, uh, because she was, you know, kind of like uh, manipulating me as well. But uh, when I kind of like took my guards, I it was a pleasure to see how uh, effective she is, you know, like really she's uh, every time w- when she's saying you're saying something to her, she's just nodding and she's like completely your best friend. And it's really difficult not to fall fell in love with her but uh, like during all this research as maria said like uh, it was uh, mainly wrote script by men but uh, maria uh, talked with uh, with amy and i talked with amy and i had an opportunity to talk as well with the with the some some stories in our movie are uh, took uh, thanks to our research i mean you know when the script is all was already written we did our research and we add something like, uh, for example, I I think I got from Emmy uh, that story about the condoms and money uh, inside the body through the um, oh, security yeah. control in a uh, in airport at the airport. Yeah.
4: Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember had... all all that money being taken to to the girls <laughs> in order to fly. Yeah, like, yeah, they
2: put them inside, like. Well, that, that's a great story. I also heard the story about rubber, uh, about uh, robbery, that they were robbed and what? they didn't even the suitcase and they, they only, I will not spoil everything, but the, all those great stories, like we heard it afterwards, after the first version of the script, and then we rewrote the script mm-hmm. in, let's say, a woman's way. So, I yeah. love
1: that.
4: Yeah, so uh, we're, we're being sure. told this is time for one more question, Morgan
1: um what i'll close next? it out but
4: more can go what's through
1: next for both of you what can we expect
2: Pauline now you go first
8: <laughs> i go first so i i have like two upcoming movies this uh, autumn in poland and one is actually very interesting because i play guy most of the movie because C- it's a body swap movie uh, between the wow. marriage cool. <laughs> yes yeah, so it was a It was a wonderful journey and I actually have to tell that I became better partner thanks to this story because you know, I feel like I'm without any stereotypes, of course. I'm a complete uh, social democratist and I uh, respect my partner and everything. But it turned out still, I have some stereotypes about men. And uh, thanks to this uh, movie, playing a guy, playing a husband was actually a good lesson for me and I learned that I have some predictions too.
4: Wow, that sounds really intriguing.
8: Yeah.
4: And you got some great stuff, Marie, on your IMDb. Some great projects coming up as well, right? Uh, thank you.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'm working on another project for me, like uh, the whole Me Too thing and women's rights are still the most important thing. So especially that Poland, we really have some big issues with that. As you know, we are not liberated. The women's rights are very... Uh, very bad here. So we're still we are lo- losing them, actually. Mm. So for me, I'm, I'm still working, I'm still like fighting for that. So my uh, I'm doing a new movie called Temptation, and it's also going to be like erotic to thriller, you know, but also having this topic. Uh, I'm also trying to tell a story a little bit of both sides, you know, because mm. you can easily put some charges on someone, which are injustice so it works also you know it's also not good for men right. um, but from the other side there is so many men who 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 just you know who don't who are not judged uh, or mm-hmm. so so this told me to think it's very complicated thing so this is gonna be my topic it's 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 kind of it's uh, it's it's gonna be probably a little bit similar story about the girl who is also romantically bound between two guys. So, so That's I don't want to tell more. The, she's she's a she's a podcast. So she's a podcaster. So she's a making a podcast called Temptation, and she has people ah. about that. wow, <laughs> so right, the, the, the wow. freaking I
1: need I need to get to Poland. I've never been.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. I'd love to. Uh, next movie my to do it is about tinder and this is going to be a very dark movie.
4: that means we have to submit our audition tapes (laughs) 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 so um maria and uh, paulina we thank you so much of course girls to buy
2: available about addiction
4: oh we little little network lag yeah
2: Yeah, as as usual
4: okay all right, so uh, we are really excited. Uh, those are projects coming up, but Girls to Buy is the project you're promoting now. Uh, the America gets to see this film this Friday. This is very yes. exciting. And limited Wonderful. theaters and video on demand. And one thing I noticed, I, the, some of the film is in English, which I think a lot of American Americans now are embracing international yes. film and television. You know, like, like Squid Game, for instance, or, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Italian films. And, and, and just, you know, Americans, uh, you know, I think have now a better appreciation for international work, which yeah. I think is great. But uh, I love how some of the film is in English, which I, I guess had to be the case for some of the Italian actors. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, so. but
2: also naturally, they always speak English, you know, they they, sp- they spoke English with the Arabian, prince. Too, in english because
8: they speak right. yeah english. yeah but we have like most of the there are version as well we, we are we are dubbed so but i really mm-hmm. like the girl who dubbed me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
3: very actually
2: nice. i like it yeah me too i heard it <laughs> yeah. yeah and um
4: and of course the very important message on the end of the movie you talked about two hundred fifty thousand polish women from 18 to 25 engaged in transactional um, sex and sex trafficking is still a big issue. So the, the film is very important. Audiences need to see this film. Um, and uh, I had a lot of fun watching it.
3: Thank, Thank you. Andrew.
4: Thank you so much. Enjoy it. And uh, for closing, if you could, um, Paulina and Maria, let us know who you are and let us know your uh, plug for the movie, Girls to Buy, and let us know you're on Below the Belt show.
2: Okay, first. so my name is Maria Sadowska, and I am the director of the movie Girls to Buy. So do you need anything else?
4: You can let us know you're on Below the Belt show. Our show. Oh,
2: okay, okay, Below the Belt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, it's a very good place for a movie, yeah, Below the Belt. (laughs) Exactly, that's why this movie is perfect. (laughs) Okay, hi, I'm Maria Sadowska, and let's see you in Below the Belt show. And I'm the director of the movie Girls to Buy.
8: Hey okay, awesome. Paulina. Hello, I'm Paulina galonska and I'm wondering what is your price. And now I'm today with you on Below the Belt Show. Love it. Yes.
4: And one photo up on three two one. One, two, smile. <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. <laughs>
3: Thank,
4: um, right. you thank you guys thank you so much guys Great to bye see you. You. All right, bye-bye. bye bye all right that was portis head roads which is featured in the movie girls to buy and what a fantastic interview morgan that we had with yeah. paulina and maria a very very powerful racy film that certainly has a message um because yeah um sex trafficking is an issue i mean um, and i thought one of the characters in that film was kind of loosely based on jeffrey epstein Uh, um you think you know what character i'm alluding to the main guy right not the main guy but the guy that made the girl um take off her panties and like sit on his shoes and yeah. he was an older guy with gray hair, and then yeah, he kind of did look
1: like. Look at it. Look and like, he looked
4: like Jeffrey Epstein, and then he asked how old she well, was. Well, like... was there Jelaine Maxwell too, or now? Um, there wasn't a Jillian Maxwell. Well, you know what? Maybe the mother of uh, was yeah, Jelaine Maxwell was type, there. right? Because okay. it's really uh, it's really a, it's disturbing because a mother and daughter are running a prostitution yeah. race together. Oh, you yeah, know? Absolutely. I mean, imagine you're, I mean, you're basically pimping your own daughter out. Isn't that crazy? Well,
5: that's disgusting. Well, I mean, that, yeah, that's
4: disgusting. Yeah, and I mean. The way
1: they like, you know, it's it's funny because, like, in the beginning, you know, they're taking these girls. Some of them were, like, kind of famous in Poland. Like, right. They one were was a TV hosts. One was a model. One was, right. Like, it's Poland. And, like, and the way they do it in the film, it's like, you know, the girls would be like, "Oh, I don't want to do that," and then she would like tell them like, "This is how much you're gonna make," and they always said yes.
5: Right. Well, so like said that was really going on, and like what they do, that don't they think this is real? This is,
1: a, this is re- Like at the Based end, two hundred and fifty thousand Polish women engaged in transact transaction transactional sex throughout. Whatever the time period was, it's,
4: like, you know, some was you know, um, consensual, that's, my, that's some, my, some was that's trafficking. Not,
1: that's always where I'm like, obviously, it's all terrible. Like, I don't you know, had,
5: and they would just take their passport so that I couldn't leave.
1: Well, yeah, well, right. So that happens
3: to one like of the characters, yeah. Messed yeah. Up.
1: But like, mm-hmm. I'm always like, well, what if these girls are like, well, I, you know, they knew what they're getting into, they're like, yeah. I want to make fifty thousand dollars. Like, I'm always like, What's the line here? Because some of them were like, I know what I'm doing, I'm gonna make the money and I'm gonna go. And then the others, you could see them like coercing them. Yeah. I mean, and and like Al, like when you said before, it's like whenever you dabble in illegal things, like shit always turns out bad. So I was like, Right. You know, in the beginning, I'm like because she they start the beginning with like everyone has a price. What if it would save your mother's life? Like an operation mm. that costs right, thousands. What if it was thousand, a yeah. year? What if it was a year of your salary? And right. I was sitting there like a year of my salary. <laughs> right. But like, but then like the end, you know, it's like you're right. Yeah, like, like, it's just like if you're dealing with drug dealers, like it's all unpredictable. You never know. Like so.
4: Just yeah, those sheiks are really. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. It was, it was or,
4: bad. Or, this is the Dubai Sheik song
5: man. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's all of them over there. Because I mean, that's why they they were getting after WWE for the young Saudi Arabia because there's it's a lot. Scary. of It's yeah. And
1: that's why everything was on that yacht because Yep. They're um. Absolutely. What did it's they, they, they say? It doesn't matter. Something in the Quran about Allah. Like right. They have a line in the book bu- in the in the movie where it's like. Yeah. And he doesn't see what's what's out on the oh, ocean. Oh,
4: yeah, and then like the most beautiful creatures are women and horses.
1: Or yeah, so <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah,
4: it's very. I
1: was like, yeah. never mind. I don't want to go to Dubai and find a sheep.
4: <laughs> <laughs> never mind. All right, so guys, make sure you check out Girls to buy on good. demand, July fifteenth. Um. So it's, yeah. All your favorite streaming platforms should have. Girls well, actually, life. when did that happen? Because I mean,
5: wasn't Poland part of Russia at one point in time, or was that?
4: This was like two,
1: like 2000 and.
4: Okay, they, they were. Or... Or... I think it was yeah, yeah, early okay. to mid, early to mid 2000.
1: Like, yeah, like 2005, 2018, something like that.
5: Because I, I could see around communism time. I mean, I'd be like really attracted. Uh, well, yeah, it but, took place that, because, because the, the, the characters
4: so. go through their. You know, different phases of their life, from their youth to a lot yeah. older. it starts in, in 1999, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then it works its way up to closer to contemporary times. Okay. okay, um, let's go back to uh the top ten. Um, so uh, top twenty. Uh, Disney Plus. This is number thirteen. Miss Marvel. Out of all the uh, Disney Plus MCU TV shows, this is the show. That introduces the word mutant. Can you believe this was the show, guys? So, in the season well, finale,
5: something with
3: that
4: show, Oh, I, I haven't seen awesome. it. I haven't seen the season finale yet. So, in the season finale, uh, okay. It, go it, ahead, I Allie, I'll give you the thumbs I up. I'll give you the thumbs up, Allie. I'll give you the thumbs up. I'll give you the thumbs up. We're ready. Okay, go ahead. So, in the season finale, uh, you find out that uh, something is very different about Kamala. And her father says something is very different in your genes, like a mutation. He adds with the seriousness of someone about to uh, talk about their, uh, you know, their DNA. So, um, so uh, of course it was figured out that they just introduced mutants into the MCU by way of him saying you're born with a mutation. Um and um apparently the score had a similarity to the 90s X-Men cartoon, you know, the you know, uh the same moment that Kamala is revealed to be the very first confirmed MCU mutant. And um not only that, in the end of the episode, the post-credit scene, Bree Larson. Who plays, uh, Carol Danvers Captain Marvel um, apparently um, gets up uh, looks around in confusion and, and sees Kamala's room is filled with poster, posters of her and it's not clear if she switched places like Kamala maybe Kamala um, or if it's Kamala somehow turned into Carol Danvers but whoever uh, uh, she's playing um,
5: yeah, they're getting rid of uh, Brie Larson
4: yeah, you're not a fan.
5: <laughs> a lot of people do not like Brie Larson. Yeah. They'll be like, Brie Larson's not there, but Kamala took her place.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And obviously I think okay. Miss Marvel will be in the next Captain Marvel movie, the Marvels. So uh what else? So in on uh, Disney Plus we also have the upcoming Ironheart series. With Alden Ehrenreich, the Solo, the young Captain Solo, sorry, the young Han Solo from the Solo movie. I all the trouble in trying to be Han Solo. Yes, he's going to be in this Ironheart series, so that's pretty exciting to see him again. Isn't Ironheart supposed to be a female? Sort that's of, uh, right. Man? That's Riri I Williams. Um, she's the genius inventor who builds her is, own.
5: Wait, is, is he playing Riri Williams? Because if he does that, I'm going to have to say. Boy, that's a really good performance. No, no, it's it's <laughs> it's Dominic
4: Thorne who plays <laughs> Rhea okay. R- R- Williams. Okay. Um, Alden Ehrenreich's uh, character has not been announced. Um, okay. So you know she's a genius inventor who builds her own advanced suit of armor, following Iron Man's footsteps, using his technology to build the suit. Okay. So she kind of like reverse engineers the sh- the suit in order to build her own. She's that genius,
3: basically. But you know, I
5: thought I thought. Uh... Peter Parker could do that, too, because then he, like, designed his own Spider-Man suit, too, or
4: something. He did, but the thing yeah. was that after Spider-Man, um, where he, he was, he had that uh, whole incident where he forgot, right? I mean, wouldn't right?
5: I mean, would he still have the knowledge of how to do it on his own?
4: Yeah, after the multiverse,
5: season. He not access to, yeah. have to the technology, but he could, he could probably get somebody to help him.
4: But do you, does he really need it? <laughs> he's already, power, he he's really already powerful it. enough I, as it is. Spider-Man's one yeah. of the most powerful characters in the MCU. So I don't think he needs any additional uh, armor. you know. Um, <laughs> also um, coming up, uh, Marvel on Disney Plus is um, the series Echo. Okay. So uh, Echo, as you know, we were introduced to her in the Hawkeye series. Um, but just announced uh, Vincent D'Onofrio returning as the Kingpin in Echo. So he does survive that shooting at the end. Damn. And this is the big one, guys. Two more have been announced. Kristen Ritter's Jessica Jones and Charlie Cox Daredevil will be in this episode. Oh, Echo that's screen. awesome. Yeah, so this is going to be huge. So this is basically tying... Netflix. No, are we going to have the Punisher in there too, or no? That's what we want to see. We want to see John Bernthal as the Punisher. So, but this is a good sign, uh, guys, that we're going to get see that. That's why Marvel is brilliant at what it does. They're very good at tying things in. DC has that has an issue with that, but Marvel well, DC is just
5: has the the bad actors that he
4: choosing. I mean, like, <laughs> right. Ezra Miller. Yeah. They're <laughs>
6: trying too hard to catch up to Marvel instead of taking right. their time.
4: Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I
5: think, honestly, if you continue the Snyderverse, I mean, the Snyderverse was really good if you
4: let it go to be what it was. I mean, but they keep trying to be like, ah, we don't like a Snyder do like Exactly. So, but yeah, all right. So number 14, let's talk about The Boys. Uh, season three finale, Big Paul. What did you think? Uh, that, that was brutal at the end. Brutal at the end. And a lot Still of, behind. Still behind? You don't mind us talking about it? catching up on Stranger Things. Okay, can we talk a, a bit? Or yeah, wanna, yeah. Who oh, wants to give you the thumbs up? <laughs> I, I don't care about the spoilers. I know I'm going to watch it. You're <laughs> going to watch it, and you're still going to love it, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. So. He doesn't care if he's spoiled. So the finale yeah. wrapped up with the boys fighting Homelander uh, yeah. and Soldier Boy. Um, also, we saw Homelander tragically killing Black Noir. After he was given some character development, they go ahead and kill this guy, right? It's crazy. does hey, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> oh, gosh. We have The Deep, played by Chase Crawford, mounting a political assassination. Uh, we find out that Starlight, my favorite, Aaron Moriarty, joining the boys, getting some new powers. We find out that Carl Urban's Butcher Billy the Butcher learning he has 12 to 18 months to live. We saw Homelander killing a protester in the middle of a supportive crowd. My god. They cheered him on. He's crazy. That's a complete psychopath, dude. He's yeah. probably the, the worst villain in the best possible way. Because, I mean, he's like the yeah, villain like that, that, that you really love of, to hate. Do you remember that movie with the, like kid Superman that was evil? Yes, bright bright, bright side, bright
5: burn, bright burn. Yeah. Yes. He's basically up version of him. You think he is?
4: Yeah. It pretty much a Superman turned evil. It's basically what it what it is. And uh,
1: unhinged.
4: Unhinged. Yes, very much so. And this is the big one. After Homelander's battle with Queen Maeve, Dominique McElliot, mm. um, she loses an eye, and she then decides to go into hiding. She survives though. Uh, she's presumed dead. People thought that she had died um, when she um, pretty much uh, threw Soldier Boy outside the, the the window, along with herself, falling to their inevitable death. But uh, I don't think we've seen the last of Soldier Boy, or oh, no. well, maybe we know we maybe we know survived. We do know maybe survived because we see her uh, later on. Um, but uh, I don't think we saw the 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 last of Soldier Boy. Do you think he'll be back? I think There's he'll be back. Fun. I mean, did, did, did we see a body?
5: No. Exactly. Well, actually, you know what makes sense? Because, I mean, he, he didn't have as many powers as other, others did. he? You think they would bring him back as, like, half cyborg or something now?
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, Anything's possible. I haven't read the source material. but the, And here's something really crazy. So we have uh, Victoria Newman. Uh, played by Claudia Dormit, will be is in next in line uh, as the U.S. Vice President, and as you know, she's the one who's been popping heads uh, yeah. the past two seasons, and uh, probably the scariest ability uh, among the soups is just on will to to blow someone's head off. I mean, that's, yeah, just that's crazy. Crazy. I mean, who, which, which, which superpower being can block that? That's like insane. Maybe. I mean, could
5: Homelander maybe because he's he has all those crazy powers
4: or i mean he might be able to like listen on when she's planning to do it but i think yeah, she just does it at will you know oh man yeah well we, we don't know if she's going to be vice president we're just gonna have to find out in season four uh what about starlight's new new powers you know um what do you think she's got these uh stronger light blasts now I
5: mean, I, I think that kind of changes the game a little bit, doesn't it? Right. that kind of like makes her even more even with the other ones.
4: Exactly, because, you know, how do you stand up to the seven? You know, the boys, for the most part, were non soups except more for people, uh, yeah. Kimiko. Kimiko was the only one. And then, of course, you have Billy the Butcher and Huey taking the temporary um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. serum. Um, and, of course, you know, that... They find out that that's gonna kill them, you know um um and uh yeah and, and of course A-Train, very uh interesting arc there because uh he ended up killing the guy that paralyzed his brother Darkhawk another other soup during the uh crazy hero gas episode that you guys have to see if you haven't seen it yeah. and then he went he goes to visit his brother his brother wants nothing to do with him. it was just wow, what a uh Weird. yeah, it's crazy man. Um Jensen Ackles Who actually talked about playing um, Soldier Boy Was asked Yeah, uh, Which of the two Ackles characters One who did everything to his demon hunting father John Winchester played by Jeffrey D. Morgan And of his brother Or the other Who went so far as to have a corrupt company Inject him with a chemical that gave him superpowers Had the biggest dad Issues, biggest complexes And he said Definitely Soldier Boy <laughs> So on. Uh, uh, so there you go. Um, wow. Uh, what a great season. Morgan, Your Grace, and Allie Dash. You have not seen The Boys.
1: I've seen I'll the whole first it. season. I'm halfway through the second season. Okay. I just need to now sit down and watch it. Like but I you love it, things. yeah? It's a lot. It's also a lot. Also it's heavy. It's anxiety, heavy. nightmares.
4: Nightmares, because it's the glorious. Like cordiest- it's the goriest superhero it's series. so
1: gory. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah.
4: It's realistic, though, man, because if Superman punched you in the face, you wouldn't yeah. just, you know, you'd blow off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you that's know? what happened with Brightburn. I
5: mean, a kid just kind of like just felt like he could do whatever and just vaporize people.
1: So. I mean, the first right. episode when What's-His-Name runs through the girlfriend. Girl, yeah. I can't. Oh, yeah, right. Why? Why?
4: It's crazy. It's insane. Of course, he took that similar um, method of killing to Dark Hawk or Blue Hawk rather Blue Hawk. So that was uh, ooh, crazy. Can't wait for the next season, guys. That's going to be great. All right. Number 15. We have news on uh, our show shooting in Baltimore. Lady in the Lake starring Natalie Portman. I know you've done some work on it. Uh, yeah because- I can work on it because I wasn't vaccinated. So. Ah, you haven't worked on that one. Okay. They just added some new cast members. We have Byron Bowers, uh, who appeared in Honey Boy, Josiah uh, Cross from King Richards, Mike Epps from Survivor's Remorse and The Upshaws, Noah Jupe from Franklin, Honey Boy, a Quiet Place. I actually Pru- worked t- with
5: Mike Epps in Ohio. On a- you did? Yeah, but it was a Bruce Wells film. Okay.
4: And Pruitt Taylor Vince uh, from Bird Box, our latest edition, of course, takes place in 1960s Baltimore, where an unsolved murder pushes housewife Maddie Schwartz, played by Natalie Portman, to reinvent her life as an investigative journalist and sets on a collision course with Cleo Sherwood, Mm. a hardworking woman juggling motherhood, jobs, and a uh, passionate commitment to advancing Baltimore's black progressive agenda. So uh, yeah, this will be one to watch. Of course, having uh, a series or a limited series like that in the DMV is great for all uh, all of us actors in the area, DMV and beyond, to uh, to work on it. So.
5: Oh, well, there's another one coming. You know about that, Al, right?
4: <laughs> Not on Apple TV, but yeah, there's one on Paramount Plus called The Lioness. T- uh, Taylor Schrader. Oh no,
5: no, there's, there's another one. Oh, there's a third one. did you, you know about that one? Okay, well, I thought you did. Uh, Kiefer Sullivan has a new uh, series coming to the area. It's,
4: Wow. I did not know about the Keeper Sovereigns show. What do you know about that one? Um,
5: uh, from what I understand, it's called um, what was it called? Uh, the Rabbit Hole. The, the rabbit, rabbit Hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, him like undercovering, I guess, looking into some government conspiracies or something,
4: and fou- finds himself, you know, dropping further and further into the Rabbit Hole. Yeah. The uh. I think so that sp-
5: starts about a month or two. But is
4: mm.
1: the Lady in the Lake based on
3: real?
4: It's based on a book. Of, uh, and the book's yeah. based on real real life too, uh, from what I understand. Okay, Laura Linney, yeah. Laura, sorry, <laughs> Laura Lipman. Laura Linney is the actress from Ozark. Laura Lipman's novel of the same name, yeah. It's <laughs> an adaptation of the book, yeah. And
5: I think the book's based on a true story. Okay,
4: <laughs> there you go. So that should be fun. Um. So also on Apple TV, a, a limited series, another limited series called Five Days at Memorial, starring, starring Vera Farmiga.
5: Is it five days at Memorial Stadium? Because that could be in Baltimore, too. (laughs) No, It's
4: actually actually about the impact of Hurricane Katrina and its aftermath at the local hospital. It sounds like a very dark and sad, sad, very serious uh, series. I like
5: Memorial Stadium. Yeah.
4: Um, All right. Number 16 on Hulu. The only thing I have on Hulu uh, for this week is uh, they just dropped the second season trailer of the Kardashians.
5: Uh, uh, Morgan, i, I thought they were done, done. i mean you thought they you, were i do
3: watch
4: them said, okay <laughs> i'm just curious no, no don't but get me into that <laughs> actually stopped, uh, they actually got pete davidson to appear in this episode he's actually on the trailer and kim kim kardashian says pete you want to go have sex and he like dropped everything in his hands and started running it was pretty no rough. she says do
1: you want to go take a shower?" a oh, shower okay
4: <laughs> I saw the commercial, and he literally
5: has two phones in his hand. He throws. He them. <laughs> and then he picks up his phone and calls Kanye just to brag that he's in the shower of <laughs> Kanye. That's right,
4: man. Kanye, what's the Kanye? Kanye's
1: probably man. pissed.
4: He, he yeah. He said, like, "Don't talk about my kids." And uh, really? if if he if they ever see each other in public, Kanye's gonna fucking. When you cray cray. He's cray cray. All right, number 17, um, reality TV. So uh, one is one of your Grace's favorite TV shows, The Bachelorette. So it made history as uh, the first time ever, two Bachelorettes leading the show. So how's that going to work out? I haven't seen the first episode yet, but I'm guessing um, the guys will, will, will gravitate to whichever Bachelorette they have a better connection with. Have you seen the first episode
5: Mm-hmm.
4: What if they Basically. wind up together, Al? Are the two Al, they bachelorettes? They up together. <laughs> that could be you know, twist. it's just
1: gonna be more drama.
4: More drama. Um, but what if what if there's like, what if the both bachelorettes like the same guy? Well, again, more drama. More drama. Right. Yeah. So. The show
1: is so dumb. I really hate that I've gotten something. Right. This. <laughs> <laughs> like
4: it really did right exactly so it's
1: just you know what i love i love tweeting about it live right tweeting like tweeting right. is the most fun because people just like there's just memes and it's just
4: yeah it's just entertaining You're, yeah i know that's why i wanted to bring this one up uh mm-hmm. so yeah this is season 11 um oh sorry no, this is not, not, this this is this not season 11 time.
6: No, it's longer than
4: that. It's longer than that. Sorry.
6: I remember uh, the Bachelorette from middle school. Yeah.
4: Oh man, that Bachelorette. I feel like bachelor. I watched the
6: first. Was it? What's her name? Tara? Hmm.
4: That was the first.
6: Yeah, I didn't. I they're didn't, actually still together. I think she's. Yeah, probably they're like the only ones. I know. It's like, <laughs> and I actually remember watching that one <laughs> with my there's
5: mom. There's like There's like five. Oh, isn't there like one show where like somebody just meets somebody randomly and they get married?
4: That's married yeah, at first God. sight yeah, or 50 that. day That's fiance. Insane. Was like, how like, did that
6: insane. How, how could you it's like? <sighs>
4: it's just for ratings. It's just for yeah. ratings. But I'm sure a lot of it is scripted. But okay. one one show that actually has more uh, romantic couplings than The Bachelor and Bachelorette is Big Brother, and they just had the season 24 premiere. Um, and apparently, um, some people have come forward speaking ag- out against, um the mistreatment of one of the house guests Taylor Hale by other house guests so um apparently um someone called her aggressive some of them assume that she she has a temper tantrum if she doesn't get her way um so apparently um from the live feeds um they're just you know worried about you know having two black people in the block which basically means you're you're you know in contention for elimination when you're on the block, that's what happens right. on Big Brother. Uh, whereas the last season of Big Brother, we saw an all-black alliance um, win the game uh, called the Cookout. So definitely don't don't endorse any type of bullying. That's for sure. Um, hopefully that will be resolved <clears throat> yeah. later in the uh, season. Okay, almost done here. Number eighteen. Some Me Too news. This is uh, about Army Hammer. This is actually very surprising news uh, about Army Hammer. So as I, you yeah. know. Crazy, isn't he? So
6: poor army.
4: So hold That's
6: on. So text messages from before were
4: okay. I yes. love
6: him back. Let's talk about
4: what happens. So before he ate people. So wow, he says crazy things, <laughs> cannibalism, sexual misconduct. But now apparently he has not been working as an actor. Apparently, reports circulated photos oh, of Army Hammer it. on social media. <laughs> apparently, now working at a hotel resort in the Cayman Islands. So, apparently... Like uh, helping
1: he, guests check in and shit. Yes. He's I saw this. Mm. Dressed
4: in uniform, working at the resort.
5: For army. Is
4: it real? Yeah, no, apparently it's very real. He's apparently. So what what happened
5: to his money? He had to have made some money. His family has, like, a lot
1: of money. The father was somebody... I read this whole right. article, because I was like, I liked him from freaking
4: oh, the, right?
1: the Facebook movie when he played the Winkle Right,
4: well. the twins, the right?
1: Twins. And um, his fa- his father was, I don't know, an actor, a director, something. There was like, or was it's like old money? Like, but right. the father was kind of weird. Like, I read this whole article about. I think the right. father did some weird shit with women, and then army did
5: he, did he
1: people.
4: Like father, like son. I don't know. Um, yeah, but can you believe that? So apparently, he's working in a cubicle. He's at the resort selling timeshares. Um, Maybe and this apparently... is part
1: of his rehab.
4: Well, the source says that in reality, he's broke and trying to fill the yes. days and earn money to support his family. But you, but Morgan, you alluded to coming from a wealthy family that he doesn't really need the money. So I don't know. What exactly? Well, maybe he just needs true. something
5: to do, so he's like, "I'll just sell timeshares." That's that's true. You have to be crazy to sell timeshares anyway. So some people just don't want.
4: Some people just don't want to sit home and twiddle their thumbs, you know.
1: I mean, maybe this is again rehab. I don't rehab.
4: Know. That's never a very viable possibility. Maybe be harassing
5: a role. Maybe he. Maybe that's a role. Maybe yeah, and I, there's an ties. image
4: of this uh, flyer. It says Moritz, welcome to beautiful Grand Cayman. I am your personal concierge. Happy to help you. Regards, Army, and his extension for the number, which you could probably look this up and call him directly. It's crazy.
3: Hi. Hi, I'd like to next speak to Army. Show, that's
4: what he said. His extension is here on the flyer. So all you need is the phone Let's number. Let's call Moritz. right now. Hi, you know, you <laughs> your Next week. Morgan, do you want to call right now? No,
6: I don't know. That's weird.
1: <laughs> hi, open at 11 o'clock? <laughs> What if you just like, hi, remember oh, me? spoke so earlier about that timeshare. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh yeah, Mrs. So-and-so.
4: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah no, he had uh, cannibalistic fetishes. He apparently had a rape accusation. Um, so I don't know. Um, so he's not the only one. Also, Vince McMahon, CEO of WWE. Yeah, well, see, the thing
5: is, like, when Vince McMahon was young, I mean, that was like the 80s and 70s. I mean, that stuff was going on. And he, well, this he, has to be somewhat married. recent.
4: Marriage this is weird, to too. So apparently uh, more news about Vince McMahon. We talked about it when you were on last, Paul. But apparently yeah. he has now paid upwards of $12 million to four women. Last time we talked about this, Paul, was one woman. Now it's four. No, I
5: mean, I've heard stories for years. I mean, yeah. they say his wife doesn't even live with him, so they're, right. it's kind of like an open marriage type of thing, I guess. Okay. And, and, that, and as I said, that's that's kind of like, you kind of know about it already. Okay. It's, so kinda... it,
4: it's over the last 16 years, Paul. So all four yeah, women as said, were associated. 16 years, like, that's a that's long... That's yeah. been a while. They're associated with the WWE, signed non-disclosure agreements to so prevent them from discussing the relationship These settlements include a 7.5 million payoff in 2018 to a former WWE superstar who alleged that the CEO pressured her into performing oral sex on him. Wow.
5: Was it Abel? Because I mean, Abel had something happening. I have a source
4: that I asked, and this happened in 2005, and the dates match up. Uh, I think it was either Ashley Massaro, who sadly is had passed away or uh, Don Marie.
5: I don't think it would be Don Marie because I mean yeah. I think because Ashley Mastro said something happened like in a, at an army base with a military guy so
4: yeah well uh, that's that's the rumors that. um, yeah. yeah I mean uh, so apparently they were paid the hush money and now I guess now they're doing an investigation so the truth will be coming out about that so yeah. um But uh, Obama
5: also is like ballet at the time, too.
4: I think, yeah, they have they did have a storyline together, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Almost done here. Number 19, the Flash actress Candace Patton said in a recent interview that that Warner Brothers and CW did not protect her from toxic and racist fans when she first started playing Irish West on the show. Apparently they're doing a lot now because, you know, more more. Uh, Moses Ingram got a lot of hate and sadly got some backlash from fans and some of them were racist comments. And that is definitely not welcome. Very, very wrong and inappropriate. And Star Wars and Lucasfilm shot back, you know, and supported uh, Moses during that time. But apparently Candace said that harassment protocols weren't in place when she first got uh, the role back in 2014. There's some toxic
6: fans. They're horrible to her. Yeah.
4: So apparently she,
5: just want like, a, I, I, there's, I don't even think they're fans. They're just people who just want to get, they just want to like, just cause trouble and like, yeah. get clicked or whatever. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. So uh, this is, uh, she talked about it on the open up podcast. Um, so, but now the a lot more things are in place now to yeah. um, deal with that kind of behavior. And of course it's causing some people to lose their jobs um but uh this is i guess specific for the fan base the toxic fan base and of course yeah i mean that happened to kelly me Tran, it happened to moses ingram and that's in the star wars universe and apparently now it was happening with candace so i met candace she's beautiful she's very sweet she's, so pretty. she's, she's great in her role so um yeah i love her as iris yeah exactly
6: i remember her talking about that years ago like when the flash um was in its like early seasons.
4: Yeah. They should just bring both of them to the MCU. I know. Oh, sorry. D- sorry. or the DCU. Yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. just make things Ezra make...
6: Miller to the Curb.
4: Yes, kick well, that fucker to the
6: curb.
5: You can go
4: with Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amber. Yeah. Oh,
5: well, Amber's not a base, so I don't know if that would work.
4: Uh well, you know, she's still she's still pretty disliked and a disliked yeah. person doesn't lead to box office draws or ratings so if you're not like hey why, why not take all three of them and put army hammer in there he needs a job too. <laughs> but you think about people who are going to want to see their work like aren't people going to be curious of what amber heard does in aquaman 2 so if anything i think people will want to watch you know so, yeah. so somebody said day is that true they increased her screen time
5: in aquaman 2 i heard
4: well she said in their testimony that they decreed did the opposite and, Oh, yeah, cutscenes. Right. But,
5: but then again there's also been reports that they increased it so I don't know if that's I
4: don't know um if anything if she has a negative rap right now it yeah. might be in their best interest to actually cut her scenes so.
5: so some of them you might not be able to cut depending on how it's filmed you know what I mean if she has like some kind of storyline
4: yeah they're gonna have to minimize it that's for sure um and the last I uh, that's what happens Yeah, exactly. Flashpoint will hopefully explain everything. All right, number twenty. Um there's an actress from Yellowstone named Koriyanka Kelcher facing criminal charges for collecting disability benefits even though she was able to work. This is pretty scumbaggish. So apparently she was collecting ninety-six thousand in benefits after injuring her neck and shoulder during Dora and the Lost City of Gold, but apparently they found out she was healthy enough to work on Yellowstone, and she was still claiming disability while working on Yellowstone. What's collect- the
1: character's name? Which one is she?
4: Um, yeah, her name is Corianna Kilcher. Um, and her, she's best what? known. Oh, well, she she also uh played uh, Pocahontas in the New World, the 2005 film directed mm. by Terrence Malick. She's probably not
6: gonna be doing much work anymore
4: yeah she also uh was the title role in princess kolani a 2009 film about the colonization of hawaii and um
3: which one is
4: she and she also uh did four episodes of yellowstone
1: okay oh so she's not like a main
4: yeah did you look up her character
1: yeah because i because i watch yellowstone i love it and i was like Who what's her it?
4: character's name i don't think it's in this article um It says. So I'm curious who she played as well. Yeah, I
1: don't know who she. Um, let's see.
4: Um.
1: She played. uh, It doesn't really say mm because. Yeah, she wasn't in that many.
4: Okay. We don't know. (laughs) Does anyone know? (laughs) Um if we googled it. She's either.
1: not one of the main characters.
5: So she's okay. probably just like an extra or something. No, no. She's definitely more than that,
4: actually. <laughs> Does it not say on her IMDb or Angela Blue? Angela Blue, okay. But I don't
5: again like again I've seen uh, I don't that character. I, I don't know. Oh. Uh, somebody I'm not thinking of.
4: Yeah. All right. So that's the top 20. Um, of course, we, uh, before we end the show, we have some sad rest in pieces. Uh, two really big major names in Hollywood, guys. The first one is James um, Yeah, he, uh, he
5: always in good shape.
4: Yeah, like, he's always yeah. kind
5: of rep for an old guy.
4: 82 years old. Oscar-nominated performance of Sonny Corleone from um, The Godfather. Um, he passed away on July 6th, and... Yeah. Uh, He had notable roles in Misery, Elf, Thief, Godfather Part Two.
1: Father and Elf.
4: Yeah, The Gambler. Oh, man, he's had quite a career, man. uh, He was
5: on Vegas, TV show. I mean, he was on a lot.
4: Yeah, wasn't disclosed for the cause of death, but... uh... Also, uh, Polly Walnuts from The Soprano, Tony Sirico, um, died at the age of 79... He was in an uh, assisted living facility, so his uh, his health would, had been declining. Um, but he has also been suffering dementia for the past couple of years, so that's really sad.
5: Yeah, um, we have a president there, that
4: too. Yeah. So, Paulie Walnut, sadly had passed away as well. Um, also known for Goodfellas, Copland, Mickey Blue Eyes, uh, Mighty Aphrodite. Yeah, he's had a lot. Long, long list of uh films of films and, and shows yeah and of course sopranos i mean that's the biggest one yeah that's yeah we also lost lenny von dolan star of twin peaks on electric dreams the age of 64 uh gregory itson best known for playing president charles logan in 24 sadly he passed away at 74 no cause of death has been reported Larry Storch, comedic character actor, known for voiceover work, and Corporal Randolph Argan on The F Troop. Oh, yeah, away. I remember him. You remember I him? thought
3: he, was, he,
5: he just passed away. I thought he passed away, he just passed
4: away at the age of
5: 99. Uh, I knew he was old. I, I didn't realize. He's that.
4: up there. Uh, Adam Wade, uh, top 10 uh, Billboard Charter, uh, the first black host on a network game show. Oh, Sally passed away at the age of 87. Uh, Monty Norman, James Bond, theme music composer, sadly passed away at the age of 94. Uh, Kazuki Takahashi, creator of the trading card sensation Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, sadly had died at the age of 60. Um, could be foul play. Apparently he was snorkeling while on vacation alone in southern Japan. His body was found off the coast of Nago. Um, cause of death still under investigation.
5: Wow! It was Pikachu, his rival. <laughs>
4: Pikachu? Oh, it's horrible. It's
5: too soon, right? Too soon. I guess that is too soon.
4: <laughs> Oprah Winfrey's father, Vernon Winfrey, passed away at the age of eighty-nine. So, also um, locally related, I wanted to give a R.I.P. shout-out to a friend of a friend, Timothy Reynolds, who was sadly killed by a squeegee worker in baltimore maryland he uh which was frequently driving um I heard downtown about that. was yeah like- so he sadly was driving downtown apparently he got really fed up um he's had multiple encounters with these squeegee boys apparently yeah, some of them
5: get really bad. aggressive they like bang on your car and all kinds
4: of stuff it's it's horrible there's something that has to be done so what happened with timothy sadly is that they performed some kind of vandalism maybe Messed with his windshield wiper, and that just really put him over the edge. Got out of his car with a baseball bat, started swinging. Uh, One of the kids had had a gun and shot him. Shot him like four times. And um, sadly, rare. he did not survive after being rushed to the hospital. So um but
5: the sad thing is, that, I mean, the police are like right there. It's like all they have to do yeah. is be
4: just... sometimes they're not.
5: I mean, the police station is like right across the street from where most of them are. They don't That's know like,
4: who. They, that, no one's, no one's come forward, and we don't they, know. But yeah. I mean, like
5: literally, like the road, to, like going into Baltimore, the police no station on the side, I, right hand side, right across. I am the street.
4: shocked they have not made an arrest yet, and uh, and because the the person might be under the age of eighteen, could be tried as minor. I know. And, but also because I, of,
1: I, a, I can't,
4: I can't. It, it's horrible, yes, but the thing is that. The the perpetrator was Mr. Reynolds, who took the baseball bat.
1: I mean, yeah, that's wrong. And
4: yeah, uh, yeah, it's I I mean,
1: I like I I I think it's wrong in
5: both ways, but I mean, honestly, I think the police should have stepped in and like just I've
1: I've I've been been driving and you know, they'll do it, and I'm like, no, no, like, no, yes. And Sometimes I don't we'll carry cash with, with me. Like I have some coins, but I'm also just like, no, no, thank you, sorry, no. And like they've been like, you don't have anything and I'm like, no, I don't have any
6: cash And like they'll like tap the window or whatever right it's like when you know, I was living, um, I lived in Baltimore yeah. when our when our house cut on fire at the um, hotel in the inner harbor. we lived there for three months and so we would oh, we would make the drive every day because um, we take the kids to school. But they would constantly wash, like, do my car. I'd be like, no, no, thank you. And then they would draw a heart on my windshield. Yeah, they've done that, too. But I'm just like.
4: So you've had pleasant encounters, Allie, whereas. I did. And we can't speak for all those kids, but some of them were, yeah. I mean, I
5: I haven't had any bad experiences. Most of them were really nice. You haven't had a
4: bad experience, either?
5: But I I mean, they they were kind of annoying, but that's about it.
6: Yeah,
1: that was. I can't help but think, like, this is not your property. Like, I didn't
6: ask you for your service. Yeah. So I always say no, thank you, and they're right. just like, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> Most modern
4: cars have windshield wipers and fluid, by the way. So like, I just don't.
1: I don't like. I think people that get the big cases of water, and you want to sell that, if that's your hustle, or you want to sell snacks or whatever, like, cool, but like, you're touching someone else's property, and they're telling you no.
4: Right. Yeah. And, and it that... could, and sadly, it costs somebody's life. Yeah. So. It's terrible. Ugh, terrible. Terrible. Terrible i would definitely have to celebrate life um congratulations to kirsten duns and jesse Plemons, who have uh, got married they've been together f- for a while since 2016 working on far um, who actually share two sons already but uh now finally you know just made it official and got married and celebrating a birthday today got some big names on this list um wednesday july 13th happy birthday to uh, Charles Xavier himself, Patrick Stewart is he? 82. Wow. Can you believe it? I kind of thought he was older than that, to be honest. Professor he Charles was... Xavier, which they just confirmed, Uh Kamala, Miss Marvel. I uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wrap it up, Al. All right. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Stewart is 82. Yeah. Charles <laughs> Xavier from... From uh, the X-Men. For the X-Men. Thank you. And he was also Captain Picard. I know. And Captain Picard, of course. Yes. From Star Trek. Next Generation. Han Solo. Indiana Jones himself. Harrison Ford is 80 today.
5: Wow. It's young Han Solo that nobody likes. (laughs)
4: Right. Happy birthday. Cheech Marin of Cheech and Chong fame. He's 76 today. He's that old. Right? He doesn't look that old. Yeah, I know, right? Um, let's see. Actor director Cameron crowe sixty-five. Um, Ken Jong, Dr. Ken Jong from, from Dr. Ken, Hangover movies, Mass Singer is fifty-three. Stephen R. McQueen from Vampire Diaries is thirty four. That's one of your shows, Allie. Uh do you
6: know he's a quarter Filipino?
4: Is he really? Another, another props to
5: the film. I know his uh, grandma's full, yes. his grandmother's full. Yeah, is he related to Steve McQueen?
4: Yes, 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 yes. yes.
6: yes. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: That's right. Yeah. Okay, he is. He is related to him. Yeah, that's birthday today. That's all I have for birthday. So, so happy birthday, everybody! Happy birthday, everybody! Okay, um, of course. So, uh, before we wrap up tonight's show, does anybody have any last-minute plugs? You want to throw out?
5: i mean I, i'm working on project, but i mean i can't say what i'm working that's on.
4: quite all right
5: and I, well, I am working on that outsiders project which i'm actually wearing a shirt i wore on of- this
3: awesome
5: before, but i mean it's just not ready yet so
4: when you're ready to talk about we'll talk about it um but myself and Ali dasher will be working on the baltimore um 48 hour film project we we'll- are going to
5: check it out make sure yeah
4: barcada dmv um we find out what kind of film we're doing this weekend and we're going to mm. shoot it and uh hopefully it's going to be awesome so I'm uh, excited and yes speaking what of a superhero awesome superhero movie yeah uh, no, <laughs> superhero, on a superhero on an indie budget superhero movie in 7 minutes <laughs> god i can't wait to see this <laughs> <laughs> but yes the house guest uh yes um We'll be able to talk about it next week. I think that's going to be uh, available then. All right. So, um, closing out tonight's show. Uh, that's right. Ali Dash. Spotlight on Ali Dash. We have two amazing interviews from AwesomeCon 2022. Of course, myself and Ali, we do a nice little intro. Uh, but uh, you interview writer Cami Garcia. And after that, Melissa Joan Hart. Sabrina the teenage witch. This is a huge one. It's awesome. It's a big one. It's a big one. And Paul, will have to get uh Melissa Joe Hart to to get to come back on the show to talk wrestling stuff. So. Okay. <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. I, that. I I'm
5: sure she would love it. I mean, I bet you if you bring that up, she'll be like I'm I, started, man, board. I
4: remember I remember <laughs> now. I remember now, Paul, that she used to tweet or post Yeah, about. she's like a huge wrestling fan. Right. It's I so think funny, she was, I... Didn't she show up in like one of the WrestleMania's or something? She probably did, yeah. I thought it'd be really cool. So that's what we're closing out tonight, guys. Is uh, the great, uh, awesome con interviews. So uh, conducted by Ali Dash and more awesome con. It's awesome
5: con, not awesome Kong the wrestler.
4: Uh, not awesome Kong, but awesome con. <laughs> and then next week our uh, final awesome con interviews conducted by yours truly, Star Trek's Anthony Rapp, Star Trek Discovery, uh, among some other basic ones. or no? Oh, no. I couldn't ask him about Kevin Spacey. That's, oh, okay. That's just yeah, not the yeah. right place. <laughs> At a comic Con. <laughs> All right, guys. On behalf of everybody in the panel, Darth Paul Wallace, Yoga, Morgan Fab, the adorable one, Alley Dash, I'm Al Celebrity Soto, guys. We will see you next week. Until then, peace. <laughs> Al Soto along with Ali
6: Dash
3: we're here
4: at AwesomeCon 2022. 2022 that's right here in Washington D.C. below the belt show and click on this show joining forces we've got some great interviews lined up including
6: we've got Beth. Uh, we got our very own Mike General Zod interviewing Beth Broderick from Sabrina the Teenage Witch
4: we got Cal Mitchell from Good Burger fame yes and all got, that yes and we got some great artists including Adriana Mello and Amanda Connor of Harley Quinn fame many great cosplayers and our good friend Wes Johnson, voice actor extraordinaire. Yes, so stay tuned. That's right. We'll see awesome ya. Con
6: 2022. Hi, I'm Allie Dash. I'm here with Below the Belt show and click on this show with the very talented Cami Garcia. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? How's um, AwesomeCon going for you? Good. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so you are such a versatile af- um, author. You write graphic um, young adult graphic novels, um, novels, as well as now more adult um, comic series.
0: Do you have a favorite um, um, thing to write? I like writing graphic novels for either age. <laughs> I like writing scripts more than I like writing novels, prose novels.
6: That's awesome. Any scripts in the works? I know Beautiful Creatures had a film,
0: uh, and we never got any more. Uh, is there any nope. plans? Stuff. Warner Brothers has, I don't know, because Warner Brothers has and Alcon Entertainment have the rights to Beautiful Creatures still. I have um, i have a Constantine graphic novel coming with DC uh, on I believe it's the 28th of September. Then next spring I have the fourth installment of Teen Titans, Teen Titans Robin coming out with Gabriel Piccolo. Awesome. And then I have a series with Tapas, the Tapas app. Um, my Legion series is going to top us and there's going to be an episodic prose novel and then we're adapting the three books into graphic novels oh, that's so the episodic I think starts in August or September and then probably around February the uh, graphic novels will start that's fantastic congratulations yeah it's super fun uh, so uh, you're on um series here. Um,
6: do you have any plans of um, any more to come um,
0: or any more collaboration um, with both of you? Um, the Joker Harley Criminal Sanity we have a pre- Jason Badauer and Miko Swan, my artist, and Nicole Kwok and I have a um, prequel story that's going to come out in the anniversary um, the anniversary uh, Harley book that's coming out. I think oh. it solicits. I think it comes out in August is for September. So we have a short. It's I think it's like 8 pages.
6: Very exciting. Um, and I know you are uh, the co-founder of Young Adult Fest which is amazing I've been I've wanted to go for years that Adult really uh, so Fest that is fantastic um, do you have um, like the, uh, what was your
0: inspiration for starting it uh, and uh, the process Yelp and Yelp everything Fest, I co-founded Y'all Fest with Margaret Stoll my writing partner and um, Jonathan Sanchez who owns Blue Bicycle Books in Charleston where it is actually uh, takes place every year and Jonathan it was actually Jonathan's idea. He had wanted to have a festival but he'd never really gotten around to organizing it and so the three of us just did it together. And that's now fantastic. it's like much bigger and it has a board and lots of people that work on it. That's fantastic. Do you
6: um, see it um, venturing out to anywhere else? Yeah, there's in a the sister
0: States? festival. The biggest young adult festival in the country is the sister festival, Y'all West, that's in LA every year.
6: Have, definitely have to make plans for the east Coast as well because uh, I would love to go
0: oh yeah um, it's really fun it's y'all West the date changes y'all fest is always the second Friday and Saturday of November
6: how is um do you find the difference of being here like an awesome con versus um, the the book world? the
0: book community is is such a huge like um, um, I mean it's just it's just different um, I mean a lot of like, the people here also read my novels so there's a lot of crossover, That's and I've awesome. been going to Comic Con San Diego and New York for my novels since New York started and since um, 2008 for my novels. That's fantastic. So I think there's a lot of crossover when you write fantasy. Yes, definitely. There's definitely a lot of
6: crossover. Um, and are you familiar with the Big World of Book Talk? And do you have any plans of um, going I mean, on Book really... I'm I have a TikTok
0: account, but I'm not, like, I'm a little old for TikTok, I think. (laughs) I love going on to, like, find things, because I like to follow other TikTokers and booktalkers and, like, find books and comics. But I don't, I mean, I think I have to figure out what I would do. Like, I don't really, I mean, I recommend books sometimes, but um, other than that, like, I don't know how amusing I would be on TikTok. So it's, I'm on Twitter a lot and um, Instagram are the ones I'm the most active on. Awesome. I have a Facebook but aside from like posting kind of like information I'm not really I don't really love Facebook now that they're like you know they're now that you can't really see the people you follow it's yeah. not that fun mm-hmm. so and Twitter is still my favorite
6: Very cool and do you have any passion
0: projects or anything that you like would love to um, take part in or write? I mean I'm really working on all the stuff I have a couple projects that I can't talk about and then I have a middle grade graphic novel, original graphic novel that's going to be coming out, we're not sure the date yet with first, second, so that's fun and then I mean I have a lot, like I have more work than I can get done because I have to write the top of stuff, I still am doing, Teen Titans is continuing is ongoing and I'm doing the middle grade, so
6: That's awesome,
0: I love that
6: Uh, you have such a versatile age range um, for your novels and uh, I
0: taught for 17 years, so I like writing for kids and teens. That's
6: That's awesome. Well, thank you so much um, for taking the time to talk to us. And um, we look forward um, to all of your new novels and graphic novels. Allie Dash and I'm here with Below the Belt Show and click on this show and I am talking to the one and only Melissa Joan Hart. That's me. Hi. <laughs> How are you enjoying AwesomeCon so far? Oh,
7: I'm having a great time. It's uh, it's great. It's been a great crowd. Um, we had some good panels. I've got my aunties, Caroline and Beth, with me. That's amazing. Yeah, and then got to reunite with my co-star from No Good Nick, um, Sean Astin, and I got to meet Noah from Stranger Things so that made me a hero to my nine-year-old when I got a video with him. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you still keep in close touch, um, close touch with your aunts? Yes, we do. We we did some dinner last night and some breakfast this morning, and we're um, always in contact and um, love doing these things together because it just gives us a, a reason to see each other.
6: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I saw that there's going to be a reboot of um, Clarissa Explains It All. Oh, that was it's, a rumor oh. for a while. I saw no. it on
7: IMDb. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, oh it was on IMDb. Yes. We had a contract and um, we were working on it, but it never came together. Oh, I'm sorry to say. <sighs> <laughs>
6: um, I was a huge fan of um, all of your work growing up. Uh, so, would you, if it ever does come up again, would you be interested in doing a Clarissa Explains It All reboot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have been a great um,
7: show to reboot. I think that there was there was some like leftover stuff that didn't get addressed okay. that we could definitely go back and visit more so than Sabrina. Like I think Sabrina wrapped up pretty nicely. Um but yeah, I mean I think it would be interesting to see where Clarissa is now. Yes. But um yeah, but I mean it that's just one of those things. It's like these reboots they're not easy to put together depending yeah. on who owns them and whatnot. There's a lot of
6: a lot of bureaucracy behind it, you know. <laughs> and I feel like it was like unlike any show that we had seen up until that point. because uh, you were it was the first female led actress in a Nickelodeon show from Yeah, it was
7: uh it was one of these things where you know the um a lot of networks and whatnot. Not believe that boys wouldn't watch a girl show, and we were able to kind of you know take that apart a
6: little bit with because boys were watching it. It mm-hmm. turns out so the demographic awesome. was pretty wide. Yeah, I feel like Clarissa and Sam kind of sparked my friends to lovers trope, uh, but I know you guys didn't end up together on the show. No. Do you think if there had been a reboot, there would have been any I hope for they would play Clarissa and with Sam? That? But
7: I think that they tried that. I mean, we saw that in an episode, and I feel like they knew they were better off as friends yeah. and they would ruin it if they didn't so I, there's a book there's a book uh, Things I
6: Can't Explain that the writer wrote so oh, you can check it out. I will definitely have to check it out um, and I think it is also great seeing a platonic friendship between a boy and a girl yeah. where they're just always,
7: I mean, And they tried it so it was you know it's there it's out there it's like you know it's not like the elephant in the room but at the same time I, I think it's important to have friendships and, and understand that those are friendships. You know? Yes
6: and um, whereas was there a? Because I know that um, both Caroline and Beth were in the um, in an episode of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Um, was that something you were interested in, in partaking in, or did it just not make sense? To... I think probably for them. I don't know because they never reached out to me,
7: but I don't think it made sense because, uh, from what I understand, I never saw it. But in that episode, Sabrina goes to her television self, and those are her television aunts. So if I was there, like, you know, how does that how does that work? <laughs> so I think that I think that maybe they hadn't figured it out, or I don't know if they were planning on figuring it out eventually if the show went on longer.
6: I know a lot of us fans were hoping I know. to see you sorry. Uh, reprise your role. Um, would you be interested in, uh, in the future, a uh, Sabrina reboot? Because that would be... I don't know. I feel like we left it in such a good place. I feel like with
7: fan fiction and everybody coming up with their own, after things go by for so long, look at Game of Thrones, right? Everybody was so upset with the ending. But I think it was actually a really good ending because what Game of Thrones, did well was shock you and if everyone was shocked at the end then they did their job mm-hmm. but people got mad and I think it's because they had so much fan fiction they'd built up what everybody had wanted was something different like they wanted Khaleesi to be Queen like they they wanted different things and so I think it's too hard when you reboot something everybody wants a different ending and you're never gonna make everybody happy so I feel like it's best just to leave it
6: <laughs> Makes sense. I am still have my fingers crossed for Clarissa because I feel like it would be so much fun to, especially, you know, a new generation. Yeah, I think it could having... be fun.
7: I just, um, you got to tell, you got to ask Kel because I think he's buddies with the president of Nickelodeon and maybe he'll, maybe
6: Kel can make it happen. <laughs> so while we um, have been here at AwesomeCon, have you seen any cool cosplays of yourself? No, but you know what? For the first time
7: in a long time, I've or ever, I have seen a ton of Clarissa shirts and a ton I of know. Sabrina shirts that I didn't even know existed. Like a ton of TV shows. I mean, TV sh- uh, shirts of the TV shows that I've been on. So that's been really different and fun. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for yeah. taking the time um, to talk to
6: us and <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart. Everyone, thank you.